Hey everyone, this is Jedi Eternal's very own Braxton Taylor, and on this week's episode we discuss Kevin Feige's movie being cancelled, our dream Star Wars games, and review and recap Mando Season 3, Chapter 17, and 18. So sit down, buckle in, and get ready for Episode 93. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to your favorite podcast in the world, Jedi Eternal, a Star Wars podcast. This is your co-host Braxton Taylor alongside Andrew Big Daddy Bolin in the house today. <laughs> Big Daddy. <laughs> That's right, don't you forget it. Don't you forget it, folks. I say that because Andrew is about to have his first baby boy. And uh, just in a few short days of recording. Just in a few days. Yes. Um, so preparation is at an all-time high. Yes. Um, the and house is a buzz. A buzz. <laughs> the house is a buzz. If you hear some background noise going on, it's because there's like a bunch of other people here right now uh, helping out, getting things yeah. set up, ready to go. And uh, I am not helping. I'm in here doing a <laughs> podcast. So. so, yeah, that shows you where his priorities uh, are. <laughs> Hey, you know uh, what? Amidst all of this, we had to get one out because he's yeah. been busy beforehand. It's going to just be gonna just be busy. busy yeah, so, coming up. So. Yeah, so just to kind of like uh, just put it out on the table, um, yeah. we we will not have another episode for a couple weeks. Yeah. Um, I think the yeah. 30th is when we'll be back to record again. So yeah. if you are a Patreon producer, you will, you can get that on the 30th. If not, you'll get that on the um the saturday after that which will be into april yeah um but yeah so the reason for that is of course um next by the time by this time next week mm-hmm. i will have a little boy and little so baby boy. you know i'll be kind of taking a week just to uh you know do those things be a dad yeah and the week after that you're going on a, on a trip yep and uh and said so i'm you know i'm taking no responsibility i'm going on a trip <laughs> <laughs> Has nothing to do with him becoming a dad. No, um, not any time. It all has something him, to do but, with me, right? Um, <laughs> but anyway, so it's it's exciting times, um, and so you know uh, we'll be we'll be back when we can, and then yep. we'll we'll yep. talk about all the Mando episodes and all that stuff. <sighs> yes, um, and, but today you ha- you have uh, the first two episodes yes. to look forward to as we are going to review those, discuss those. We're gonna have yeah. a good time doing yeah. that. I uh, I imagine we'll have a lot to 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 say about it. So. I'm sure. Um, yeah, but it's it's been a while, so we we really yeah. have a lot we could talk about. For real. Um, I tried to narrow it down a little bit. I had tons of news oh, yeah. and, and rumors. Some of, sometimes it's a little like some of it's a little old when you come in, and you probably right, right, everyone's right. already heard about it. it's old news, so it's like no point in really talking about it. But before we do get into that, of course, like we do in every episode, we want to speak for just a short moment about our Patreon. Of course, right now we only have a single tier at five dollars. And doing wow, that, what a deal. What a, what a steal, what a deal. Um, tell me one thing that you can buy in a single day that's less than $5, right? Come on now. Uh, but for real though, 
it's a uh, one tier, it's $5, and that gets you several cool things. Of course, first and foremost, you get a uh, you get all the things that we post for Jedi Eternal uh, at an expedited rate, right? You get a couple days early, so if that is something that you're interested in, that's uh, that's pretty pretty good just right there. Uh, second of all, of course, you become a producer of this podcast, and, uh, well, so we'll get to it, right? Spoiler alert, but both of our podcasts, and... Um, you know, that means that you get to have a say in everything that we do. You know, if we have decisions coming up, we're going to ask you first. And uh, you're, you're kind of the first line of defense there for uh, decision making and figuring out what we do. But last but not least, if none of that else interests you, uh, if you become a patron uh, or a producer, as we like to call you, uh, you actually get access to a whole other podcast. It is called And Other Stuff that we record at least once a month and uh, or tried to anyway. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> that that podcast is about anything and everything. Um, we talk about we talk about video games. We talk about movies. We talk about our personal lives. Sometimes we just talk about whatever we feel like talking about. And it's pretty fun over there. Yeah, our most recent episode we discussed our trip to Disney World. Yeah, and, and so, Orlando and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, and so we get into. Some shenanigans. Yeah, there, so. yeah, we get a little wild on that episode. We get a little wild and wacky <laughs> in that episode. So, so if you like our shenanigans, sometimes uh, that's a good episode to hop on. But man, we're either at, that was either episode nine or ten. I believe it was nine. So we're getting close to ten episodes. That is up to if not more than 10 hours of content it's definitely would be more oh yeah <laughs> each yeah. one of those episodes, that's true never mind we're always we're always pushing closer to two hours so than one hour so, so. maybe 20 uh. hours of content for only five dollars a month so a lot of good stuff on there don't want to harp on it too much but last but not least we do have one last thing we like to always thank all of our patron producers and uh for those that are currently subscribed each and every episode so andrew who is our patrons yeah we want to thank josh and birkinshaw otherwise known as jb our man uh tara bolin my wonderful wife grace and david gill alex mason Corey wise jay camdar jenna promise and william nice yeah. thank you to each and every one of you seriously though we really do appreciate it you know again that that five dollars you may not seem like much and you're like well why why even do it at all but it actually really does help uh we have different subscriptions and things that we have to pay every single year to even produce a podcast yeah. and that actually almost paid for all of it this yeah, year just having just having a podcast uh cost costs money, us money. So, yes um yes and so you know and that's not even considering all the equipment and things right, that we right, have right. have bought to try and better the podcast. So seriously, every little penny um, helps us reach new and better heights. And so. pence for JB. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Uh, well, kind of not. But anyway, um, anyway, so long story short, we do appreciate it. So we're not going to harp on that too long. Uh so we would invite you to go on over, even if it's just one month, just check things out, see if it's something you're interested in. For sure. And uh, if not, it, you know, more hurt of feelings, and uh, you can just unsubscribe. But if it is something that you like, obviously yeah. it's only $5 a month, and you get a lot of fun, cool stuff. So Yeah, I think if you listen to us here, you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't at least subscribe one <laughs> month and go right. and check it out those episodes. Because right. we do have a lot of fun. We do talk about oh, yeah. all kinds of things. And uh, so, yeah, if you enjoy listening to us, definitely check yeah. it out for $5. And if you don't, then, well, maybe I don't, don't. know what you're doing here. If, if you don't, I don't know what you're doing here. Yeah, yeah. Well, we appreciate what, it, though, you know? But, you know, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, let's get into... I think I'm clipping a little bit. Anyway, um, 
Let's go ahead and get into the news and get into what you're here for. And first and foremost for this week, from a certain point of view, which is kind of a reoccurring uh, a series of books where they explore not necessarily alternate stories, but stories that are running concurrently to a certain movie. Um, there's a lot of really cool stuff that that it is um, canon, right? And it adds to the lore, which is really neat. Uh, but this one is coming out is for the return of the Jedi. So it's kind of ending the, uh, original, uh, trilogy there. And, uh, it is slated to come out September 5th. Yeah. I can't, uh, wait to read from a certain point of view, the Phantom Menace in 2039. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Or finally get to revenge of the Sith and like yeah. on our deathbed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I mean, I've talked about it before yeah. on, on on the podcast, but like these, from a certain point of view, books have have been so cool. Oh yeah, um, the one for yeah. New Hope and the one for Empire Strikes Back, both are so neat, and they add yeah. such um, cool stuff to to those movies. That just little things. Like, well, what's cool about them is, yes, they do always throw in some stories from like right. the big characters that you expect, but then they also create stories for like literally a random character that's <laughs> right. like standing in the background yeah, that you would never even think that you of, would never right? even yeah. you've never even really thought of well there's a good chance they might decide to put a story in there about <laughs> right. him and and create a whole storyline of yeah. what that guy was doing yeah like just cool stuff like that right um but also along with that they they have added some some stories that do have the big characters that are very meaningful right. um one that i like to think of is is when uh when obi-wan um is you know fighting vader and gets striked down and he turns into a force ghost there's a whole story about right. like his transition into that yeah that's and really like what cool. that means and and even uh another there's another one where like it's talking about how quite how qui-gon is in the force and then like they're all it's like all these force ghosts like qui-gon obi-wan <laughs> right. and yoda and you know and all this stuff they're kind of it's it's really cool stuff yeah yeah and um and so i'm extremely excited about this one. Being, oh yeah yeah uh, i think there's well actually on the on here we have a couple of examples of what some of their stories are going to be so i'll just nice, read those yeah. um so we have olivia blake who is um who gives us a chilling glimpse into the mind of emperor palpatine so Ooh, that's always going to be yeah. interesting. it's kind of his final final days so yeah so, so we thought anyway <laughs> saladin ahmed recounts the tragic history of the rancor keeper charlie jane anders explores the life and times of the sarlacc Ooh. Fran Wilde reveals Mon Mothma's secret mission to save the Rebel Alliance. Mary Kinney chronicles Wicket the Ewok's quest for one quiet day on the forest mood of Endor. <laughs> and the one that's most exciting to me out of these previews. And Anakin Skywalker becomes one with the Force in a gripping tale by Ooh. Mike Chin. Yeah, that sounds awesome. And that was about to say, you know, I didn't I didn't even know about those. And I'll say one of the stories I imagine will probably be in there is maybe that transition from light to, or mm. to be dark to light. Yeah. And, and stuff. So yes. that's that's gonna be that's really one thing cool. in Star Wars we've never really gotten yet that I still right. want. <laughs> so surprising is that right? when when Darth Vader dies or when Anakin dies, whatever you want to say. Right. And he becomes one with the Force, and he is a Force ghost. I want his perspective on things. Right, I want right, right. him. I want um, his thoughts on what happened and where yeah. he is at that point. And like, there's so much to to get from that. I think. Yeah. And I think maybe we'll get a little bit here. Mm -hmm. I also think we're gonna get some of that in Ahsoka. Yeah. Oh yeah. Know, sure. As we know, sure. Hayden Christensen is uh, gonna be back in that, and mm -hmm. from the reports. 
is that he will be a force ghost in there. Yeah. So, um, so just really exciting stuff. I think this book will, will be a great, uh, thing to get. Um, what the other interesting thing is you, and you guys can go look this up. You can see all 40 authors, Yeah. but surprisingly, most of these authors are not your big name Star Wars authors. Yeah. Yeah. There are a true. few that are, have written Star Wars books and stuff, but a large majority, majority of these are not your like, uh, Star Wars authors that have been publishing books lately. Like, you yeah. know, your, uh, Charles soul and your, right. your, uh, Claudia gray. And like, they were in exactly. previous ones, but yeah. they're not in this one. Yeah, so that's very interesting because you're, you know, and sometimes I like that, right? I mean, maybe not going into the final ultimate book for the original trilogy, but to some degree, I, I think it's cool because it, like you, like we've talked about in other projects too, like for instance with uh, Visions, you get to explore how certain people sure. interpret sure. Star Wars, and yeah, we get used to these big name authors, and, and we want them a lot of times because we come to expect what they mm-hmm. can provide, and so we like that consistency. Yeah, but like I said. Especially in this format, right? If they're telling mm-hmm. new stories, it would be, you know, like big time stories and movies. Okay, well, I don't know. But in terms of a, a certain point of view standpoint where they're going to be creating their own new little just side shoot things, like I think that's going to be really unique. So Yeah, yeah. Definitely. So plan to get that. It comes out in September. Um, I think pre-orders are up now. I'll definitely be getting it. I'm sure we'll talk about it when it is released oh, yeah. and, and kind of the, the stories that are must-reads. But uh, super exciting. But let's move, go ahead and move on. And this is a big one. Um, and we decided to put this in as news because uh, of the source by Hollywood Reporter. Yeah. Um, you know, we have come to believe the Hollywood Reporter reports on things once they, they're, you know, pretty like certain. Pretty yeah. certain. Yeah. So we feel confident talking on this. Um, and that is that Kevin Ky- Ky- <laughs> wow. Feige's Star Wars movie killed at studio wow so we're gonna really kind of dive in deep here um but before i even talk about that i want to talk about something else that's also in this report and that is that we have uh they they actually talk about rogue squadron Mm, okay okay. so rogue squadron patty jenkins uh you know was set to to direct that and as you know it kind of just like they stopped talking about it, and right. then we heard kind of that off. that it wasn't going to happen. Right in September of of last year, Disney pulled that title from its scheduled December twenty twenty three release, um, and basically they said they had went ahead and gone different ways, and then they changed the next Star Wars movie time to be December of twenty twenty five. So we've already. We've already had a movie that was scheduled for 2023, got yeah. the the block, okay, and got yeah. got uh, cut off, and then they they pushed it back to 2025. Well, now they're saying that the movie um, produced by Kevin Feige is also no longer an active <laughs> development at Lucasfilm. Wow, and so. As we know, Feige had hired, um, or so Kevin Feige, of course, if you don't know who that is, he is essentially the guy over the MCU, okay? It's kind of like the creative director. He's like the creative director. Yeah, he's kind of the, you know, um, 
he is looking at the big picture of all of all of the MCU right. and and a lot of people have accredited him to the success of it. Yeah. Yeah. And um so he's you know, he got a lot on his plate. And so the idea of him doing a Star Wars movie was always kind of odd. Yeah. People exactly. wanted it because he's successful. You know, he's proven record, to right. yeah. So people wanted it, but it never necessarily made a ton of sense. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so my guess is probably that, yeah, they had him, you know, saying he was going to do one, but he was probably just too busy. He probably <laughs> right. never really was able to get right. anything done. And finally, he was like, you know what? I'm not going to be able to put the time and effort that I can't. Needs yeah, to I do can't this. do this. Yeah. You know, the MCU has been a little bit on the struggle bus lately. So, <laughs> right. you know, maybe he's yeah. thinking maybe I need to just keep focusing on getting this on the right track. Yeah. Not worry about Star Wars it's because that's a whole nother idea. thing. Right. right. So. Whatever it may be, they're saying it's no longer in active development. Yeah. And mm -hmm. we had talked about how that seemed like the most likely of projects that was coming next, right? Yeah, exactly. And so this is kind of alarming. So the, the first big question I would ask from this is, do you think that this means that now, December 2025 is not even going to happen? Do you think this gets pushed back another two years? I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, but with this news, it, it does make you feel that way. Here's the thing, you know, and, and, and we talked about this on previous episodes and stuff. It's like Star Wars needs to get their head screwed on straight right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're, mm -hmm. they're, we, we talk, I can't remember when we talked about this. I think it may have been that live stream or is the previous episode, one of the two. But I had basically said, and I'll say it again now, is that... I think people are starting to get a little worn down with TV shows, right? I think people are getting a little worn down with the mm -hmm. same format, the same style over and over and over. And don't get me wrong, the the Disney Plus era of these shows has been great. We've gotten a lot of great stuff, um, some mediocre stuff, some bad stuff. <laughs> but we've gotten some good stuff that I've, I've really enjoyed. I think we've all really yeah, liked. But, it, but it's kind of lost its... Excitement exactly, a bit, right? exactly. Uh, because it's become something we kind of come to expect. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It, it, it basically it doesn't it lacks that foundational feeling. Like it's like the the brevity, the epicness of a movie. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. when you watch a movie, this is setting the tone for the next, you know, batch of Star Wars. It's 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 projecting what's to come you know and, and with these shows it's just kind of like they're their own individual things and they kind of exist within their own realm which is not quite true right they do intermingle but it still feels like that because it's a show yeah. you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. anyway so long story short I, I just kind of reiterate what i said it's like i think that if they especially if they push it back past 2025 people are just going to start dropping off i think that people are going to be like you've lost your vision you've lost what what has made Star Wars good, and and they're just gonna start dropping off, even if they create good shows. And I don't want that to happen. I don't want to do it personally. I don't think I necessarily would, um, just because of our position. But it's like at the same time, I think it's inevitable. So I think they'd be stupid to to drop it off after 2025. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, and you know, I I've talked about this a little bit, but you know, during some of of the Book of Boba Fett and and more recently, The Bad Batch Season 2, I have felt a little bit of what I guess you'd call Star Wars fatigue. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, it it kind of blew me away watching The Book of Boba Fett that I was like, here I am watching live-action Star Wars. Right. The return of Boba Fett. Getting his story. Yeah. And, like, all these things. And it's like, and I'm kind of just 
like not feeling it right now. Yeah. Oh and, yeah. Yeah. You know, and don't get me wrong. There was some really good parts in it that ended up being in that, but there were points where I was, where I was kind of like, eh, and it's like, I don't want to feel that way about star Wars. Exactly. And it was, it's kind of a weird place yeah. to be in. Right. And, and then I think about the movies and, you know, we wa- we went and watched, uh, of course, we watched all of the sequel trilogy movies together when they came out in theater. Right. Um, and, you know, like when we watched The Rise of Skywalker, mm. we came out of that thing hyped. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? I mean, looking back, we didn't even love the movie that much, but it didn't matter. It right? didn't matter at the time because it was a it was a big bombastic movie with uh, it was an event. It was right? an event. It was yeah. the next Star Wars movie. Yeah. And yeah. and so yeah, it was a big moment and we enjoyed it. We had fun. Right. Yeah, now looking back critically, well we you know, eh, we we weren't yeah. the biggest fans of it and still not the biggest fans of it, but it was there was still an excitement level because oh, yeah. of what it was yeah. and what we expected. Yeah. Where I just waited shows, two years to get this, you know what right, I'm saying? Right. Exactly. Yeah. We waited a long time and, and don't get me wrong. I love getting star Wars. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Weekly. I think it's great. I love the Mandalorian. I love, I love what I've seen so far from the Mandalorian season three. Right. Um, and which granted we've waited a while to actually get Mandalorian season three. Right, season two wasn't was uh twenty twenty one right, mm-hmm. so it's been a little bit. Um, but like you said though, here's the thing: instead of having that wait to get mm-hmm. to Mandalorian season two to three, we have three or four different shows that's come in between there, whether it be live action or animated, and so it continues to, well, yeah. to itch that part of your brain. Mm-hmm. And if you itch a spot on your body too long, it starts to hurt. Yeah. Well, and that, <laughs> you know, and, yeah, and that's what's crazy is like we had Mando two. Uh, you know, and the last episode of Mando season two, we absolutely lost our minds. Oh yeah. Remember? Yeah. I mean, remember how just insanely it crazy insane. it was? Yeah. And that was cool. Right. That was such a cool oh, yeah. moment, uh, to experience and experience it together and everything yeah. was so cool. Um, but then, you know, we got, yeah, after, since then we got book of Boba Fett and it was like, right. hey, we got, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. And unfortunately what was supposed to be in our heads, the peak of Star Wars. Literally. literally yeah. Um, and it was a little, eh. You yeah, know? like yeah. there's. Don't get me wrong. Again, parts I love of it, but would I call it like the peak of Star Wars? No, like unfortunately, what we were hoping it would be. Yeah. yeah, and then you know you got, uh, and then you got uh, Andor, which mm-hmm. um, you know I know you weren't a, as big of a fan of. Yeah, um, I really enjoyed Andor, but I didn't come to Andor every week with the excitement I come with. Sure. Uh, for the Mandalorian, sure, or what yeah. I what I have came to with the Mandalorian, um, and so again, it's like we have so much Star Wars now that it's it's it can be dangerous, and the MCU has gone down the same yeah. the same road. Exactly. Um, that's what we're experiencing this uh, MCU fatigue right now. Oh yeah. With all the shows they've been releasing on Disney Plus and continuing to release a bunch of movies, <laughs> right. um, and now without what I think most people would agree were the best characters. Mm, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there'd be a Easily. lot of people that would would argue with me on that, but some of the core main characters that people absolutely adored about the MCU are no longer part of the MCU. Sure, yeah. And, uh, and so now you don't have those, and they're pushing out all this stuff, and people are kind of like, 
I think we could use a break. Oh yeah, you know. Well, especially and, like I said, and, and luckily Star Wars has not gotten to the point that Marvel has. But Marvel, you know, I mean, they have their all their shows yeah. that are running their main main uh, mainline shows, and then they they're constantly releasing new little animated things mm-hmm. and new little mini series and sub series and yeah. micro series and and so yeah. Like, yeah, and they Star Wars hasn't reached that yet. Thankfully, but it's the <laughs> path they're taking. Though, yeah, right. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like, I think that's where we're headed. It's still all Disney, um, right? It's, it's still, still all Disney, Disney Plus. and and even though yes, the MCU has you know Phase Four of the MCU did not go so hot. There were some movies in that that did well, um, or that reviewed well, but there were some that uh, a lot of people would consider to be stinkers. And <laughs> that's, uh, that's a great way to put it. Yeah, and. <laughs> And so I think that, you know, Star Wars isn't there yet, but it can head down that. And the MCU might bounce back. Uh, I think there's a good chance of it, actually. But um, I just don't want to see Star Wars get to a point where people are just like, ugh, you know? Oh, yeah, exactly. And and, 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 and it's like, not even just for us, but I don't want people to get that image. And it's like, how say this? Like, I don't want it for myself. But as a Star Wars, I don't want to say I'm an influencer, but I'm a Star Wars... (laughs) I don't know. Like, I feel like I, I'm like not responsible for stars, but I don't know how to convey what I feel. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, at least yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. No, I, like, do. I as, do. As a podcaster, as someone who like who brings the news for Star Wars, as someone mm-hmm. who's like, like okay, just in my personal life, there's anyone that that has a question about Star Wars always comes to me because they just exactly. I, they know I have a podcast. Exactly. I know, you yeah. know. So I guess my point is, as someone who I'm just going to use this word because it's not right, but it's the only thing I think of. It's like as a Star Wars influencer, right? Mm-hmm. I would hate for other people to get a bad taste in their mouth about stars. Cause you know, for me and for you and for a lot of people who are listening, who are hardcore star Wars fans, we're going to still love star Wars, right? We're still going to, you know, be like excited when something comes out, but maybe not as, as, as much as it would be if we got rid of this fatigue a little bit and we're more excited for like a movie, whatever. But for some people who are just very casual Star Wars fans, mm-hmm. they're going to get this fatigue, and then they're going to get a bad taste in their mouth, and they're just going to be like, I don't want to see anything of Star Wars. I don't even really care now. Because right. it's just, oh, it's probably just like that little show I saw the other day. It wasn't mm-hmm. that good. There's more blue people in it. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a deep cut right that's there. That's a deep cut um, for you uh, long listeners. Yeah. <laughs> so long story short, I just like, I, as someone who who's seeing it, from the inside, I just I don't want it to get to this point where Marvels has gotten it, and it's he- like I said, it's heading there. But I think we're talking about this maybe a little too long. But yeah, uh, we definitely are. <laughs> but you know, it's been a while since we've been on been on the podcast, right. so we're kind of rambling. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the last thing I want to to say about that whole thing is that um, this does make you wonder. We had heard reports that at Celebration this year they were going to announce the next kind of plan for Star Wars movies. Yeah. So with what we're hearing here, do you think that's still the case? Um, I don't know. Now, I really don't know. I will say, you know, there is the uh, Damon Lindelof uh, written Star Wars movie that we've talked about as well. And this was not in this report, but um, maybe that is the one that will be coming next. Yeah. And then there is uh, the Taika Waititi movie. And in this report, it did talk about him yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Uh, specifically that he is still working on it, still wants to do it. He also wants to um, star, in, star it, right? in it. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so I think that tells you whatever ends up being is going to be pretty wacky because he likes mm, to yeah. be in those really It's going like, to be zany at best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
he likes to be uh you know uh one of those little silly guys yeah a little, little, little silly little silly billy another uh korg that's what we <laughs> yeah, need yeah 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 star wars korg. exactly star wars korg yeah um, porg. and so he's gonna be a porg yeah yeah that's what it yeah. is a talking, talking porg. porg yeah 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 well anyway <laughs> See, the, the main character is gonna feel like they're going crazy and there's gonna be a yeah, little porg that little follows him around and it's gonna be him yeah it's gonna be like it's gonna be the plot of detective pikachu but it's gonna be <laughs> star wars yeah. instead of ryan reynolds it's gonna be taika Waititi. exactly <laughs> yeah so anyway and baby yogurt <laughs> Oh, well, just we're just going crazy. Here. <laughs> it, it, it's so funny because, you know, obviously for the longest time, people knew Baby Yogurt Grogu as mm-hmm. the child. Like that was the the, the, the official name. Yeah. And so colloquially, colloquial, colloquially, anyway, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, people named him Baby Yoda. And uh, clearly it was like in the contract that Pedro Pascal could not call him baby yoda because mm. it was not his name and it would confuse fans so he's like you know anyway um it was just so funny because i saw <laughs> i saw like this video on on youtube or tiktok or whatever it was it was like he he's like uh, he showed a, a cut it was like his name is grogu you know it's not baby yoda it's grogu and then like it cuts to him in an interview and he's like so is baby yoda did he's like yeah baby yoda he's like oh <laughs> and he's just like, I'm not allowed to say that. <laughs> but anyway, I, I digress. Funny. I don't know where I was yeah. even going with that. But um, so, yeah, let's get on to our <laughs> final piece of news for this week. And that is Star Wars Celebration in London, England. Um, it has its main panels uh, being revealed. Um, so uh, I don't know if where you have yours at. I have StarWarsNews.net or StarWarsNewsNet.com. Excuse me. Um, so Friday, there's only a few of them here. Um, the main one being the Lucasfilms studio showcase. Yeah. And just to kind of throw in there that, uh, the, the main panels of celebration typically can kind of give us an idea of, right. Of kind of where we're headed, what's to come with star Wars. You get an idea of what they're focusing on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just wanted to say that before you go through. No, absolutely. Um, and with the showcase, I was there last year. I watched the showcase and the yeah. showcase showed trailers for things that we did know. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but also it was, um, it was also things like a few surprises. Right. And so my guess here with this showcase, and I think it, maybe it does say a couple things. It's all, like, it's for sure going to talk about, doesn't yeah. it? Uh, so this description says that uh, Star Wars Celebration returns, launching the uh, must-see showcase that will kick the weekend's festivity into hyperdrive. Lucasfilm's current crop of live-action filmmakers will be joined by special guests to discuss the many current and upcoming Star Wars adventures, including okay. The Mandalorian, Andor, and more. Yeah, so, you know, it's going to have a thing about Mando Season 3 Naturally, that's going yeah. on. It's yeah. going to have something about that. Again, it mentions Andor. They may officially say, and yeah. season two is blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Maybe they have a tiny little teaser for season two because we know they're doing it. Yeah. Um, they're going to have something for Ahsoka. Yeah. I would hope an official trailer and release date for Ahsoka. Yeah. Do you expect that in the showcase, the beginning showcase? I expect that in the showcase. Okay. Yeah. I do. Um, I expect that in the showcase. I There's all, there's a, there's an Ahsoka panel later right the next day yeah that's why i said that i think so if they do if they do it like 
the Mandal or if they do it like last year. Yeah. They showed the they showed a trailer for Mando season three. Hmm. And then at the Mandalorian panel, they showed a longer one. Okay, so yeah, and, and maybe in 2019 when we went, was different because I thought the showcase was more of just like, here's what's currently going on, and here's like, here's what's coming soon, but we're not going to give you that much information. I honestly, I don't even remember. Yeah, it's been so long. It's been so long. <laughs> but like I'm just basing years. this off of what they did last year. They showed yeah. they showed a trailer for Mando season three, and then when you went to the panel. They're yeah. like, oh, and actually, there's a much longer trailer, and because <laughs> yeah. the the trailer at the panel for Mando was way longer, yeah. showed way more. I think they're gonna do something similar. Okay. Um, cool. and so, but I really hope that we get an idea of like, even if they don't give us the exact release date, yeah. If they just say like, and it's coming in, <clears throat> you know, summer or in the fall or whatever. Right. I would like I would like them just to some give general us time frame. some general time frame, general yeah, information on that. And you know what? I'll just say this, and this is probably a long, long, long shot here. But if there is any listeners that happen to be at the uh, Star Celebration London, please let us uh, know your thoughts. And if you hear anything cool, let yeah, us know. For, I mean, seriously, if we have any listeners that are going, yeah, um, even one day or anything, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely let us know, and we will, we will, um, if you're willing, we'll like use you as a, a reporter for yeah, Jedi Eternal. Absolutely, and that would be amazing. So let us know. Yeah, we'd really appreciate that. Um, and so, also, the next thing that I think of it would be the acolyte. Mm-hmm. Right. Sure. So I think that we may see a short teaser for the acolyte. Now, last year with Ahsoka, we didn't see. We saw small little clips and pictures. Yeah. Of Ahsoka. So in my mind, the acolyte, we might get something similar for the acolyte, where we get some glimpses, but probably not tons of information yet. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, Eh, Last year during the showcase, we also saw a couple of pictures for um, uh, Skeleton Crew. Mm -hmm. So I I would expect we'll get more on Skeleton Crew, but maybe this time, uh, maybe a trailer. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe a teaser trailer or something. But there's going to be something. Something of that nature. Of course, I think we're getting Ahsoka first. Mm-hmm. So, you know, whatever we get of Ahsoka, we'll get less of of in, for Skeleton Crew. But I still think we'll get something, right? Yeah. Because only, because last year we only got just like a couple of still images and that was it. And it didn't show much at all. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, they'll probably, they may show a little something for Visions Volume 2. Mm-hmm. But the, the unknown is where I do want to kind of throw out a couple things for you real quick. One of those being, there's been so many rumors about movies, so will they release, or will they announce a movie um, during this this showcase? Now, something else to remember with Celebration is we see their, their panels here, but off, often they don't reveal a couple of them till after their showcase is over, Yeah, and then they'll be like, oh, and there's also a panel for this that you didn't know about until, for example, Tales of the Jedi. They mm. announced Tales of the Jedi um at celebration and then they added a a panel where you get to go watch the first episode oh, but that panel yeah. wasn't even on there until then, right so. um here's the thing as i like i said as i've regurgitated multiple times here i think it would be stupid if they did not do something active 
in the movie realm. I think it would just be mm-hmm. asinine. I think it'd be stupid. I think it'd be a bad decision. So yeah, I I, I would go out on a limb and say that there's going to be something. I don't. Okay. I, I can't really say what yet. Okay. Um, but I I, I feel like there's going to be at least some announcement of some sort that of a movie that's going to be there. I I think they're making a huge mistake if they don't. Yeah. I think yeah. they have to let us know as fans that there is some idea of a plan. Right. Um, because all we're hearing is the opposite. All we're hearing is they're canceling everything exactly. and, and throwing yeah. everything away, which don't get me wrong. If the, if it's a bad thing, oh, yeah. I don't want them to do it. True. I would rather them take their time and make sure they get it right. Yeah. But give us some kind of update because you've told us about movies. Kathleen mm. Kennedy's got up there and said, and this movie's happening and this blah, yeah. blah, blah. And then we don't hear anything. And that just isn't cool. Yeah, and, and, and as someone who's in this, right, in this world, you know, I probably don't study up as much as I even probably should, but, but like, right now, I, I don't really have a confident idea as of what kind of movies are still up and what's not, you know, I mean, I have an idea of some of them, you know what I'm saying, but, like, it, it there's so little communication about this oh, sure. side yeah. of things that I, I'm just lost, so... yeah. This would be the 100% perfect opportunity, mm-hmm. if they were ever going to do it, to clear some of this up and say... This is what what's coming yeah. up next. Here's a his timeline, a rough timeline, like you know. But here is here is what you can expect. Here's a little more detail about the first movie that's coming up. Something, yeah. something. And the only other thing that that I wanted to throw out that could be, you know, out of left field, that no one's really expecting, but they might possibly do. Yeah. And that would be a Obi Wan Kenobi season two. Ooh, that would be a big drop. That would be, be a big, big drop. drop. And we know Hayden and Ewan McGregor both are going to be there. Yeah. They're both going to be at Celebration. Yeah, it's true. Now, granted, they could just be there to, you know. Well, and they've been in a they show just recently. were in a show so, last year. Yeah. So that could be the only reason they're there. Yeah. But they could also be there to with the announcement of a season. And they could really tweak and work on some of the things that, that were missing or not as great in the first season. That would be, I mean, I would yeah. be up for that. So, yeah. Anyway. So we'll see. But... Yeah, so you want to go ahead and read off the other ones real quick? So, yeah, so there's two more for Friday, and they're and they're pretty minor. So London Calling, designing Star Wars productions in the UK, and then making of Andor Season 1. So nothing huge, right? Which just, they might give us a little bit more idea of a Season 2 during that panel of yeah, the making of Season yeah. 1. Because they will have Diego Luna there and sure. the executive producer, Tony Gilroy. So yeah. they, that could be also a yeah, place but to do that. Yeah, but I wouldn't expect a whole lot. No, 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 no. Now, so that is the last one for Friday, Saturday, April 8th. Uh, the very first one is, a, again, pretty big one, right? And that is yeah. the Ahsoka panel. Yeah. So uh, join executive producers Dave Filoni, John Favreau, and special guests for a look at the upcoming Disney Plus series. Yeah, Ahsoka. so I think you'll get to watch a trailer for this. Sure. Um, We'll have a trailer set up. So if anybody's there, please smuggle your phone in your and, phone in record, and it. record it. Send it to us. Risk getting kicked out for yeah, yeah, our yeah. Uh, personal game. Yeah, we'd appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> we'll shout you on the podcast. Be, <laughs> we may be lucky, though. This may be the trailer that gets shown publicly because last yeah. year, Andor, when they showed the Andor trailer, they released that one publicly. Yeah. The Ahsoka stuff they showed and the Mando stuff they showed, they didn't. But Andor, they did because Andor was like the next... Or, well, was it the next one? No, I guess it wasn't the next one. I don't know. No, I guess, yeah, it would have been the li- next live action series. Uh, so, Ahsoka? No, um, Andor. At Celebration, Andor would have been the next live oh, action I'm series. I'm blanking what you said. Yes, Kenobi yes, aired yes. like 
at Celebration. Yes. So the next live action series after that was Andor. Yeah. So they showed a public trailer. So right. I'm thinking Ahsoka is most likely the next one. So we might get when they drop that trailer at Celebration. Hopefully we get that publicly. Sure. As yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So anyway, so that's a, that's a big one there, of course. Again, there's some smaller ones here in between here and there. So bringing worlds to life, the concept of artists of ILM. Um, again, nothing to expect huge there, but it's always really cool if you're interested in that thing. Uh, Star Wars The High Republic. So this one says, centuries before the Skywalker Saga, there was The High Republic, joining luminous authors for in-depth conversation about epic new tales spanning books, comics, audio, and beyond, including all new announcements and reveals from Star Wars The High Republic Phase 2 and a sneak peek of what's to come in Phase 3. So that's uh, that's a big one, right? Yeah, yeah, that'll be a big one. Um, you know, it was a pretty big panel last year they showed a, they you know they revealed a bunch about phase two at that panel yeah so i imagine that we will they they say in this um they say reveal about phase two but everything about phase two has basically been revealed yeah i think what they're really going to do is show us you know about phase three which so. they which they to keep people's interest they really need to do yes really need yes to do. they really need to do that because in my eyes, Phase Two has kind of been somewhat of a failure. Yeah, it's kind of it's been flat. Yeah, it's know. not it's not been near as exciting, uh, and I think along with most other people, I'm just waiting to get back to Phase Three so we can continue with the characters we started with and well, cared about. And yeah, I totally agree. And, and and as soon as I heard the announcement that Phase Two was going back in time even further, I already knew that that was probably inevitable. So yeah. anyway. So the next thing is uh, actually pretty cool is that uh, for basically a celebration, right, of 40 years of Return of the Jedi. So basically yeah. in 2019 and then in 2022 or whatever, uh, basically they were celebrating um, the anniversaries of A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and then now this year, 40 years of Return of the Jedi. Yeah, so uh, 2019, we were there for the A New Hope one, right? Which yes. Which was cool. Yes. Um, then there, oh wait, were we? Was that right? Was that 2019? I thought it was. Um, yeah, because 1979 would have been the movie coming out, so it makes sense, right? 2019 would have been one of the anniversaries. Because I was thinking it was, uh, when we were there, it was the 20th anniversary of The Phantom Menace. Oh, that does sound right, actually. Yeah. Because, and then Empire Strikes Back was the year it got celebration got canceled. A, hold on, I'm, I'm thinking I'm an idiot here. Hold on. So I don't think it was. Uh, I don't think we were there. Seventy eight, the, nineteen seventy eight. So it was so like twenty eighteen. Yeah, that was so we weren't there. I'm a goofball. Um, but yeah, so this will be the this will be a great great one. Oh, I hope they man. get like. Yeah. Uh, I hope they get Mark Hamill and. Oh, that'd be cool. And uh, you know. Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill both yeah. would be cool. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, and of course, Anthony Daniels, he'll be there. He'll be there uh, for he can, every single yeah, thing. Anthony, I love Anthony, <laughs> Anthony Daniels at Celebration. He is just the best. He's yeah. so, yeah. he's all about being with the fans. He is like, you know, where the other ones, like, you don't know if they'll be around or not. Sure. Like you can guarantee he's gonna be there and he's gonna have oh, yeah. fun. He's gonna like, have fun he's, with Yeah, it. he's yeah. gonna have lots of fun. Yeah, that was one thing that was just really memorable uh, about uh Chicago celebration was that Anthony Daniels like he, he just brought such a, a joyful life to every panel he was with yeah and like again with the one that was specifically centered around him because um, of his uh, at that time new book release 
I mean, he, that was one of the things that he said. He's like, this was a big opportunity for me. And second of all, not even just about me, but I know how my character affected people around the world, how much they loved him. It's like, it's like, so I will always be there. Like if someone needs a voice for C-3PO, I will be there to do it. You know, if someone, well, if there's a Star Wars event, I will be he there. He was there to, for the very first one. Yeah. Yeah. He was one of the, the only like real big, big names, names that went yeah. to the very first celebration. Yeah. Which was like. In Indianapolis or something crazy, Something right? crazy. It was either it Indianapolis was, or Colorado. Is one there, of the two. Well, but one was in Indianapolis, yeah. one of the first ones. Yeah. Man, I wish we would have... I know. I wish I would have thought about that, which I think, that, I think we, we been pretty young. We would have been young, yeah. yeah been I don't young. know exactly what year it was, but we would have been young. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, it's... Uh, yeah, he's always a lot of fun. And and also, in his panel uh, this past year, he was still promoting his book. So. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. a few years old, but hey, if that's, what you, if that's your big thing, then you just got to hang on to that. Uh, so that would have been really fun. I would have loved to go to this panel. Rip. And if anybody wants to fly us out last minute, we'll, we'll do it. So uh, <laughs> Disney, if you're listening, Star Wars are listening, or a rich fan, we'll take that too. Um, so anyway, next one up is just Star Wars Creator Cosplay Workshop. Um, then there's Star Wars Young Jedi Adventures screening. So looks like you're going to be able to watch the first two episodes of the Young Jedi Adventures. Can't wait to see all the, or well, I guess I won't see it, but all the grown <laughs> men sitting in there watching the Young Jedi Adventures screening. <laughs> Critiquing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're all dripping sweat and they just ate like three uh, hot dogs. <laughs> A lightsaber shaped hot like, dogs. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm just leave that one alone. Um, so the next one is Hasbro Star Wars and Indiana Jones panel, which is kind of interesting. They're they're bringing that in. Which I mean, I know Indiana Jones is coming out this year, but anyway, I digress. There's Creature Cantina, which is uh, see Neil Scanlon's Creature Cantina, responsible for the creation of the droids. Anyway, yeah, I think it's blah, just blah, blah. how like showing how they made them and stuff. Here's what's pretty cool: Clone Wars 15 year anniversary panel. Join Dave Filoni, Athena Portillo. Uh, Matthew Wood, D. Bradley Baker, Ashley Eckstein, Matt Lanter, and James Arnold Taylor for a look back to the beginning of Lucasfilm's animation and how Star Wars Clone Wars came to be. That would be a really fun panel. I would have loved to go. Yeah, that, I bet that one would be really cool. Yeah, that would be really awesome. And I'd be curious to see if they have anything to uh, to tease there. Yeah. Maybe even a, sec- a second season of... Um... Tales of the Jedi or something. Oh, that yeah, that could be a good place to drop it. Yeah. So that concludes Saturday. Next day is Sunday. The first one is Villains of the Sequel Trilogy. Again, something that's not probably huge, but... Yeah, I think that will actually be a good one, though, just because you're going to have Ian McDermott and Andy Serkis there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the two of them, yeah. um, having them just discussing it will be would be really cool. <laughs> I totally agree. Uh, next one is Behind the Magic, the visual effects of Andor. Again, not one that 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 has going to have any drops or anything, but it would still be fun to to go check out. There's hyperspace stories, Dark Horse Comics returns, um, so that would be pretty neat for all you comic lovers out there. Um, a look back at Obi Wan Kenobi's is the next panel, and so uh, Ewan McGregor, Hayden Christensen, uh, Indira Varma, and Vivian Lyra Blair will all be there, which would be a pretty cool panel. Oh yeah, be cool, but also I hope. Again, that maybe there's some announcements there's there's some kind of season two. Or something. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, I know I said we didn't need one, but just leave me alone. Leave uh, me alone. <laughs> a man can hope. Uh, Andrew's uh, addiction, Funko, collect across the oh, galaxy. No. This is a good thing I'm not going. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's a guy addiction. Be bad. Uh, next one is something, again, I absolutely love no matter what convention I go to, and I, I just wish I could go to this one Star Wars cosplay competition. Um, 
you know, obviously it, it can be kind of goofy. Sometimes it's really good. Don't get me wrong. But sometimes it's going to be kind of goofy. But at a celebration, the cosplay competitions are pretty <laughs> well, good. Well, so we, usually. you know, we we go to Comic Cons all over America, essentially. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, we've seen some pretty rough ones. <laughs> And because, you know, we went to some smaller cons that, you know, I mean, people are trying their best, but we see some pretty goofy stuff, right? We see some pretty goofy, but... But, yeah, but Celebration, like, when you... It is absolutely insane, the cosplays you see at at Celebration, because you got people coming from... All over the world. All over the world that are, you know, actually really, really good at it, and, and, like... I don't. I assume there's probably like some a, vetting, like a, some well. vetting going on yeah, and stuff too. Yeah. So you know everything you see there is like top notch. It's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, next one is Disney Parks where Star Wars came to life, and them you know they're just kind of talking about the different Disney Imagineering and, and things that occurred in Galaxy's Edge and things of that nature. Uh, next one is Beyond the Spires, making of Tales from the Galaxy's Edge. Um, That's the VR game. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, again, nothing huge there, but it'd be kind of interesting to check it out. Uh, Star Wars Animation Game Night. That's interesting. Um, oh, this is pretty cool, though. Watches Ashley Eckstein, D. Bradley Baker, James Arnold Taylor, Matthew Wood, and Matt Lanter compete in feats of knowledge, skill, and luck to prove who is the ultimate Star Wars fan. That'd actually be pretty fun. <laughs> I bet they'll have a good time with yeah, that. Yeah, that would actually sure. be pretty yeah. fun. And the last one for Sunday is Lucasfilm Publishing Stories from a Galaxy Far, Far Away. Yeah, that'll be um, everything that's Star Wars books, comics yeah. that are not related to the High Republic. So we'll probably get some new announcements, yeah. new cover art, such that kind of thing there. And so Monday, um, which is the final day, April 10th, is the first panel is Star Wars The Bad Batch. Yeah. Um, again, I assume we'll get a, probably a season three announcement there. Yeah, most likely. Um, you're not a whole lot to say there. Uh, next one is Make Mine... Or, yeah, make mine Marvel Star Wars. Um, again, just kind of more like a fun thing. Uh, apparently, it does say including all new announcements and reveals from a galaxy far, far away. But anyway, um, next one is from screen to tabletop. And again, this kind of goes into the the games uh, and the miniature games, right? That they have. Um, and so, for those of you who like to play that, it'd be kind of fun. Uh, we actually have a panel dedicated to Star Wars Visions Volume Two. Um, so yeah, like again, for those of you who are curious as to what this is going to look like, that would be a pretty fun panel to check out. And I'm sure they're going to have some, uh, probably some scenes that you're going to see some clips of the different, uh, episodes. So that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say you might get your first like look at maybe an episode or two. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause usually there's at least one show that gets like, you get to watch a full episode. Or, <laughs> right. So, um, that right. might happen there, but you know, I think we can pretty much stop there. The rest of them aren't yeah. that, uh, yeah. that special, that those are the last of the big ones. So, um, yeah, I, you know, it, I'm pained that I can't be there this year cause I, I really <laughs> yeah. wanted celebration to become a thing that I try to always be at. Right. Traveling uh, internationally is the limit. (laughs) Right. Um, It it gets a little difficult. (laughs) It gets a little difficult and really expensive. And just doing California was expensive enough, trust me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I couldn't go. um, What they're saying, this is not 100% confirmed, but what they're saying is that the next celebration will be in 2025. Ooh, yeah. So skipping a year. we're gonna skip a year and then have 2025 celebration, and I will be there oh, yes. as long as it's in America, which I think Should, it will be. Play, 
please come back to Chicago. I think <laughs> just that for our closeness. <laughs> my my guess is that it will either be in Chicago or Orlando. Orlando. Yeah, I, I'm I was actually really watching... thinking it will probably be Orlando because yeah, Orlando yeah. is the. The last the time one, they cycled to Europe, right? Right. The it, they after. haven't they haven't done Orlando in a while. They already did yeah. Anaheim again. They did Chicago. So it's kind of like Orlando's turn. Hey, I wouldn't mind going back to Orlando, baby. You mean you hey, can go I'm, back to Orlando? I mean, I'm 100%. As, again, if it's in America, I'm going in 2025. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Anyway, so we have harped on that way too long, but that does conclude our news for this week. So again, Can you tell we haven't uh, done this in a while again? <laughs> we have a, have a lot of pent-up Star Wars of, discussion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry. <laughs> so anyway, that concludes our news. Let's go ahead into our rumors. We only have, so for your sake, we only have two this week. You're welcome. And that the first one is that John Favreau post uh, he basically states that post sequel trilogy stories are coming. Um and so this is a rumor though. So so Drew, so what do we what do we have on that? Why is this a rumor? So the reason I put this in rumor is because John Favreau can say whatever he wants, but in the end he's not really making those decisions. Right. Um you know, I and and he is, you know, focused on his Mandoverse. So I, you know, he can say that things can be said, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it truly happens and that we get it. Um, but this is what he had to say when they asked him about um, if there would, if there was anything that was going to be past the sequel trilogy. And he said, there's definitely a conversation that is going on. And then also what happens um, after the sequel trilogy, because the sequel trilogy only takes place over the course of a few years. And it's a big thing on the screen, and it is very eventful. But it is a relatively brief moment in history over the course of the thousands of years that Star Wars takes place. And so what happens after it is interesting, too. And I know that there is some discussion, exploration going on about what happens after it. Right. So, I mean, as sources go... You know, John Favreau is a big head, you know, he's mm-hmm. a, you know, but at the same time, I mean, he is, as you, as you already stated, you know, he can say whatever he wants, but that doesn't mean that it's a reality. Right. Well, and he also, he just said there's a conversation going on. Right. That not, doesn't not mean that it's, yeah. that doesn't mean we are getting stuff after right. the trilogy, even though, I mean, eventually, we're eventually gonna get it. it's going to happen. Eventually we're going to get it, right? right? Yeah. It's a matter of when, not uh, if. Right. <laughs> Right. Um, right. Exactly. And so, yeah. I and you know, I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I want it. I don't know if I care. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, I think what we got going on in the Mandoverse, the the the, this time after Return of the Jedi is far more interesting to me than what happens after the sequel trilogy. Honestly. Yeah. Um. And, and I think, you know, we'll get to it. And you know, maybe Ray will be a part. Maybe she won't. Maybe uh, Palpatine comes back again, or maybe he doesn't. Somehow it came I don't back know, a third but... time. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it'll be announced in Fortnite. Maybe it won't be. I don't know. <laughs> we get our first sneak peek in Fortnite live event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, it's it's. I'm just I'm just not that concerned about it right now. And uh, yeah, that's that's all I have to say. That's all I have to say too. <laughs> yeah, take us to our final rumor, Drew. Take us to our final room. I will absolutely do that because I forgot and I didn't have it pulled up. Um, <laughs> the final rumor is that the Ahsoka Disney Plus show gets new release date window. So this is coming per a report from Variety, which is actually 
pretty, uh, pretty decent source, decent right? source but uh, um, I just kind of put it in rumors anyway because that's just what <laughs> I felt like doing. Um, but they say that Ahsoka is set to premiere on Disney Plus in late summer, August or September of 2023. Huh. Yeah. I mean, that kind of lines up with what we've already thinking. So um, that's kind of what we have been saying all along. That makes sense, right? Yeah. But... A lot of reports had been saying it was going to be in later, like towards the end of the year. And right. as we, uh, again, have talked about, if Skeleton Crew is truly going to come out this year, like they keep saying, mm-hmm. then it, then Ahsoka has to come out in the summer. Right. Like late summer at latest. Yeah. At latest. Because if you're expecting Ahsoka to be like a November, December, uh, or not Ahsoka, uh, Skeleton Crew to be like in November, December. Right. Then you have to have already, I mean, Ahsoka has to already have been done and like had a good sure. gap in between. Sure. Yeah. And so I think that's the only way that happens. Otherwise, I think we get Ahsoka later towards towards that November uh, or towards later in the fall. And Skeleton Crew. And is Skeleton a Crew is a twenty twenty four early release, right? Yeah. Kind of like Mando has been, right? For, yeah. For this year. Exactly. Yeah. Kind of like that. So I don't know which one it's going to be, but I think. You know, if and hopefully again, like I said earlier, I hope Celebration reveals kind of this for oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. But in my opinion, I think this would be great. I would be very excited. Yeah. Again, absolutely. I am. I am very pumped for this Ahsoka show. Oh, me too. I, yeah, me too. I think that, I think that Favreau and Filoni know what we want. Yeah. They know what people have been wanting. They know what people have been waiting for when it comes to Ahsoka and her team of rebels okay (laughs) posse (laughs) and we they know what we've been waiting on they know we want to see ezra they know we want to see thrawn they know Mm -hmm. we want to see uh all these things and i think they're going to deliver and 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 also we know they're bringing back hayden christensen i mean it's a big deal i mean there's a a lot of big stuff going on within this and you know there's even the chance that like Luke Skywalker could show up again. There's, I mean, there's it's a not lot, an impossibility. There's not a problem. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. I mean, there's there's so many opportunities here to connect with things that we've already been right. loving with Mando, but also to include some uh, some Clone Wars in there, <laughs> and, or, which Mando has been doing that too. But yeah, but you know, some of that prequel stuff, but also connecting to the the original trilogy. It's just it's it's a masterpiece set in motion here. If we can get it right, it could be the best Star Wars we've gotten yet as far as like shows go it could be right if they do it right right but that yeah. is going to be the question now i have a lot of faith in favreau and filoni i do mm-hmm. um so let's get it done let's get it done <laughs> let's get it done boys let's get it done get her done <laughs> get her done i'm gonna turn the light on so yeah. you, you go ahead and keep talking i'm gonna turn the light well, on well no it's your start. turn so oh I'll you want to go turn the light on yeah yeah okay you go turn the light it's on it's your turn to talk anyway so <laughs> yeah sorry um so yeah so now we're gonna go ahead over to our Star Wars um, releases because we do have some releases coming up um, and I uh, actually I've been reading I just got the new Star Wars book um, what's it called uh, Star Wars Jedi Battle Scars yeah and so that is set in between um, Jedi Fallen Order and Jedi Survivor Oh, and okay. So, kind of bridges the gap there a little bit. Yeah, yeah. and so I, I just started reading it. I'm not very far at all, so I'm not going to really give any thoughts on it just yet. Um, it's but only I, about 100 pages in, so. <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly, no, I, I have not gotten to read it like I normally, you know, can go yeah, through a book because, yeah. you know, baby coming and stuff. 
But anyway, it's um, it's set, I it's about two ish years after uh, Fallen Order, mm. and about two ish years before Survivor. Mm. We're like smack dab in the middle, and it has the whole crew. And as we know from what teases and stuff of what we've seen for Survivor, a lot of things have changed by the time of Survivor. Mm-hmm. And this book is supposed to kind of start to set some of these events off and how it ends up where they are in Survivor. So if you're a fan of Jedi Fallen Order, I'd recommend you grab the book. Uh, if you plan to play Survivor, it'd be a great book to kind of get yourself primed and ready. Oh, they, yeah. they they uh, delayed the game six weeks. Mm-hmm. So you have time to to get it now and get the book read before the game comes out in oh, yeah. late April. So, Yeah, absolutely. So anyways, uh, with Star Wars uh, books, we do have uh, the High Republic Adventures. Um, this is one of the new Dark Horse comics that is coming out um on march 15th it's the third issue and then we have yoda issue number five i've loved these these yoda comics they're doing um it was really great the the first like arc in that he goes to this uh this village and these because these people like needed help so he goes there and he helps them but then he he decides he's gonna stay there he calls the jedi council <laughs> And the council's like, uh, are you going to come back? Do you need it here? And he was just basically like, no, I'm going to stay here. No, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, he's like, if you really need me, you can call me, but like, I'm going to stay here. And they're just like, okay. Yeah, he just does his own thing. He, he knows, he thing, knows what's best. And so uh, it's just funny. You really get to see just Yoda just like <laughs> in, in, in his best nature yeah, in that series. Yeah. So it's fun. That's awesome. Um, then we march 22nd i'm going to go a little farther out because of uh our we're going to be gone for a little sure. bit here so yeah. march 20 or march 22nd we have the high republic adventures issue number four uh, we also have darth vader issue number 32 um and uh also of course through this time we're going to be getting episodes of the bad batch and episodes of The Mandalorian oh, yeah. on Wednesdays. Those are going to be continue to come out. There are no breaks. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I believe that both shows are continuing on every week until they're over. So, oh, yeah. Um, we, March 29th, we have The High Republic, The Blade, issue number four. That's been a really cool series so far. Um, we also get Return of the Jedi, Jabba's Palace, issue number one. The High Republic, issue number seven. Yeah, and that's all that we'll, we'll have coming out before we meet back up again, Brack. Sure. To, to yes. talk some more Star yes. Wars. So naturally, lots of comics as usual. Mostly <laughs> yeah. just comics. Yeah, but if that's something you're interested in, there's a lot of good stuff coming up. So. Yeah, and a lot of those comics are good. So. Oh yeah, so we're gonna go ahead though and get into our community discussion. So uh, this was <laughs> several weeks ago, but we hadn't used it yet. So we'll go ahead and use this. But my question for you is that why don't we wait? For the release of Star Wars Jedi Survivor, let's talk Star Wars video games. If you could design the perfect Star Wars video game, what would it be? What kind of style would it be? Would it be first-person shooter, third-person RPG, etc.? And what would it be about? So we got three answers this week, and that is the first one is from Josh and Bergshaw, a.k.a. JB. 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 He says, I have always fancied a Star Wars game in the style of Beyond Two Souls, Detroit Become Human, or Heavy Rain. It doesn't have to be a Jedi lead. It w- uh, it could be maybe becoming a Mandalorian or maybe you're a trooper in the uh, Imperial Army. Um, and this could be your story on defecting. 
I mainly like the idea of a game this way because you could get some really good fighting scenes uh, where you need to be, or you need to complete the actions. This would be really cool, but also you could have alternate ways the story pans out. I just think it would be something different and a bit cool. So yeah, JB, it, uh, that's I love those type of games where yeah. it's kind of like um, quick time events, but it's also like individual like choices like really dictate your ending, and uh, I love that. I absolutely adore yeah choice based yeah video games. Um, you know I I loved the Knights of the Old Republic. Um, oh yeah, which yeah. you know that the Knights of the Old Republic had a very like. Light and dark, uh, you know, it's right. very. You're either super good or super bad. <laughs> One choice might throw you, know you over I mean? the edge. There, the other yeah, way. there yeah, wasn't like yeah. a whole lot of gray area. Um, yeah. And then you had Mass Effect, which is what the games that Bioware yeah. went on to make after that, which were phenomenal and continued yeah. in that same path. I would love to see, yeah, that continued in a Star Wars game, but a little more like, uh, less just light side or dark side like yeah, let's let's throw yeah. in a little bit more gray area in there yeah i remember we knew played detroit becoming human and mm-hmm. or become human whatever and that game was so good there was just so many different <laughs> yeah, alternatives yeah. of like you could choose one slightly different thing and the whole story could change and um yeah i think Which that would be really you, cool you know the, the 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 people that made that game are technically still working on a star wars game technically yeah technically <laughs> So we'll see what that we'll ends see up being. If that ever actually so comes. So JB, your answers could be, or your prayers could be answered. Your prayers could so, be answered. Uh, great one there, JB. Uh, Corey Allen Wise says, Give me a game where you start as a Padawan and you are assigned a Jedi Master to train you and you go with him on missions until you gain the rank of Master. Once you do that, it's open world. You pick your race, customize your lightsaber, your ship, uh, travel the galaxy doing missions until you earn to me learn of a powerful sith trying to rule the galaxy as he hunts jedi it's up to you to fight the sith kill him and save the galaxy you're able to go from planet to planet doing side quests helping planets and people do uh, doing quests learning the ways of the force and early in the game you decide if you want to walk the path of the jedi or walk the path of the path of the sith and then your job is to hunt down every jedi in your path leaving nothing but darkness destruction in your path so i mean yeah, I mean that that would be a huge game. <laughs> I mean, a huge game, massive game. You know, but I would love some it. <laughs> games have kind of gone down this path. Um, I, you know, again, I think Knights of the Republic, yeah, um, has done a lot, kind of a lot of what is being said there to a smaller degree. Yeah, but also the Old Republic, which was the MMO, where you could choose to be a Sith or a Jedi, and you would go to the temple and kind of like start out, and then you know it kind of. You can fly to all different planets and, you know, all that stuff. So it kind of starts to to kind of do some of that. But I understand what you're saying there where you, you're taking it to a whole nother level. Yeah. Um, and and I think, you know, a lot of us want that, like, that Padawan, start as a Padawan, yeah. get a Jedi Master and, like, learn that relationship. And, yeah. then, and then you end up, you know, becoming a Jedi Knight. The whole experience, right, is kind of what everyone's, yeah. that's everyone's dream to some extent. Sure. And it's, you know, I think of the recent Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, that... yeah, it, 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 don't, don't be taking my answer, okay? I was going to talk about that. Oh, sorry. That's <laughs> okay. You, I'm just kidding. I mean, I wasn't well, I won't about say it. Too, I won't say too much then. But I just, uh, you know, in the fact, in the way that that has created the the right. the, the experience that everybody wanted, yeah. um, the, for those that are Hogwarts fans, Harry Potter fans, 
um, you know, it's that idea of you you go to class and learn and learn this the <laughs> right. spells and everything. Right. Um, they've kind of created that dream, and mm-hmm. I think that it, you know we need somebody to do that for Star Wars. Is all I'll say. Sure. You can expand on yeah, it. Further. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'll I'll hold off on that because that's basically one of my answers. But anyway, uh, last but not least, Anthony James Johnson says, well, I love empire at war and it's mods to this okay. day. Okay. So it would be, uh, so it would be a sequel to that, uh, one with multi era modes for prequel OT and sequel material, as well as a grand progressive campaign in which you can choose between the EU or current Canon with a final custom customization option to choose units, characters, or, or uh, I'm sorry, characters or factions from both in a sandbox I can't even speak. Holy cow. (laughs) In a sandbox-esque level building system. So, you know, Anthony, that's that's a great answer. And, you know, it's funny because and that's what's so awesome is that for me, I I'm not I'm not someone who likes that type of game at all. It's kind of like that real time strategy. Mm -hmm. I've never liked that. But that's the cool thing is that like with these with these community discussions that we get like exposed to like so many different types of thoughts, you know, Um because I have some friends that that do like real time strategy, but man, for me, I just I have no interest. In well, you know, I I used to to play Empire at War um, on a really junky computer that could not <laughs> yeah. actually handle the game. Yeah, and and so like my experience with it was like I would get to play it, I would play it, and the frame rates just chugging, <laughs> and then like it would crash, yeah. like yeah. <laughs> like guaranteed crash on me after just a little right. bit because my computer couldn't actually play the game but i would like try to force it to yeah so that's my experience but um but you know i yeah. would i i was at that age where i would just like play anything Star Wars. oh yeah it didn't matter actually. it didn't matter what it was yeah. yeah um but yeah no that would be cool it would be cool to get a an rts uh, game in star wars again yeah it's been a while it's been a while since we've we've had a new one yeah. and there is a fan base for those types of things oh, and star wars yeah. sure and star wars is a perfect ip for that Mm -hmm. you know they have Mm -hmm. all the different eras and all the different types of armies and it's it's a perfect uh perfect group for that absolutely i would like to see the xcom developers yeah uh, give a stab at it yeah i think that would be kind of cool um to see that to see them kind of do their take on star wars but but and 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 yeah in in terms of the rts game game style and stuff like that you know it, it would be cool to see how the you know, the Imperial army would face off against the, um, uh, like the Confederate, you know, army or uh, Confederacy. I can't, Separatist. Separatist. Wow. <laughs> Thinking of the Civil War. <laughs> anyway, but you know, yeah, the different, the different armies, like in different settings and how they would fare against each other. Like that would be, that would be really interesting. Um, so yeah, that's a great answer, and thank you to each and every one of you who who gave an answer there. So for me personally, it, it kind of does actually fall in line with a little bit with what Corey was saying mm-hmm. and what we were already discussing. And I actually had said this um, either again last episode or the the live stream that we did. And long story short, I think it would be so fun to get a game like Hogwarts Legacy, but in Star Wars. Um, you know, I'm not gonna say it. It, it doesn't quite fit this but like in the anime world you have animes that are just called slice of life Mm -hmm. which is it doesn't have the craziest story you know there's not like tons of action but it's slice of life you just like everyday life of of a person and um and and so it kind of falls into gaming you have games such as hogwarts legacy where you know yes there's a there's a pretty cool story to it but it's not that crazy it's not that 
story focused or based. Um, it's mostly like what is the daily life of of a Hogwarts student, you know, in yeah, their fifth yeah. year. So it, again, another game like that is uh, Spider Man on PS uh, PlayStation. I say PS Five, but it's on PS Four too. Um, again, it wasn't the craziest story in the whole world, but it was like a perfect example of what. The daily life and 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 the like the the, the little decisions every day that Spider Man has to make, mm-hmm. and so again, I think that would be amazing to have a game like that in Star Wars, um, yeah. where you so yeah, let's just take that that scenario, Corey, where you're a student, you're a Padawan, or you're a, a, a Padawan learner, um, you're about to become a, a Jedi. You know, uh, long story short, I think it'd be really cool to to get some of that or even if it's if it's even further on you know maybe you're a jedi knight and you're in the the order and you're going on missions and stuff i just again would i love a huge story that went all over the place and had these amazing plot twists yeah absolutely but i think that is something that star wars has never had is just a slice of life type game where you just Mm -hmm. feel the everyday life of a, a jedi in the jedi order you know yeah um I think that'd be really, really cool. Um, I could go more into that, but we're chugging along on our time here. But uh, mm-hmm. Drew, what, what what would be the perfect Star Wars game for you? What style, what era, what kind, type of gameplay? You know, I wish I could say that I have some super original idea that's <laughs> yeah. not what we've already been talking about, but that just wouldn't be true. Right. Um, I, I, for me, it is, yeah, it's the idea of kind of a mix of what we have seen in like Hogwarts Legacy and Knights of the Old Republic, Mass sure. Effect, um, these games kind of, you know, uh, well, also even like, um, what was that game we talked about earlier from the Heavy Range? Oh, Detroit, uh, Detroit Become, Become Human. Human. You know, something kind of all of those Mix mixed together, together yeah. and then <laughs> right. even appro- improved upon even more sure. so. Yeah, yeah. Um, this idea of, of a... RPG choice based game with lots of dialogue. I'm a, I love I love oh, yeah. games with <laughs> lots of dialogue yeah. choices, all yeah. of that. You know, um, I'm a big fan of that. Um, you know, and, and just to kind of put it into what I imagine is like, yeah, you you are at the temple, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think for me, the High Republic era would be best. Sure, um, yeah. you're in the High Republic era. You're a you're a Padawan. You're going to class. You're learning. Yeah. But then you know you do go on missions with your master. For example, it could be you're investigating a murder. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so kind you like go. The acolyte type yeah, thing, you right? go like to a murder site and you're looking for clues and like yeah. you make choices on who you think it is and you can make the wrong choice. You can take the wrong person to jail. Flash, you know, flashbacks to Dantooine. <laughs> you know. <Yeah. laughs> um, you know, and then you know you get you become a Jedi Knight and then let's say you go on your first diplomatic mission where you yeah. go and you're you're trying to ease relations between you know two different. Uh, like uh planets or something maybe right. or they're at, they're trying they're trying to be at war and like you're trying the, to prevent the native it. species versus yeah, yeah, like yeah. the people so, who come in and or it's, like, it's like um yeah. you know and again like your choices uh completely affect the outcome of right. of of those people those societies and i just think there's so much that you can do and that's not even talking about like you know combat and lightsabers well, and just like all the fun stuff you could do with that and doesn't say in, in the in the uh um 
Higher Republic, wow, era is the perfect time to do it because <laughs> other than like the Nile and stuff, it is categorically the one of the most peaceful times in Star Wars that we know right. of canonically right yeah. now. And so it makes sense that like there's not a huge big bad right now. There's not a huge big struggle. There's just a lot of little things that pop up that you have to go deal with. And yes, you could have a larger narrative story attached mm-hmm. to that, but it's a perfect I think it's a perfect medium, a perfect era in which you can experience that kind of slice of life, just everyday life type thing. Well, we live in this time of, you know, live action or live as a service video games. Okay. Right. Now you love or hate them. They're, they're there, they exist and they have become very popular. Sure. Um, a lot of them fail, (laughs) but there are some super big success stories. Yeah. Um, and you know, I think that if you did it right, a game like this could kind of be that way. Maybe there is multiplayer to mm-hmm. an extent. Um, maybe you can go on missions together or something. I would want it to yeah. stay somewhat. It's solo not like a because, big MMORPG. Yeah, yeah, type yeah. Thing. But yeah. I, you know, maybe certain missions you can go play together. But I would yeah. want to keep it fairly solo. Because like a Destiny type thing, almost. You yeah, know? yeah. It's a pretty good system. Because single. Uh, stories suffer if you have too much multiplayer sometimes. Yeah. They've not figured yeah. out how to make that work yeah. typically. It's like you're you're on this big mission and here comes the conclusion and there's like 20 people standing around the end goal and, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. and it has to load in for each person. You or, know? you know, yeah. uh, something I've seen a lot is they, you know, in multiplayer games you can't, they, they can't like have you, um, they can't make it like a Hollywood blockbuster as much as they normally can. And like, for example, like a Naughty Dog game, it feels like you're in a movie. They'll tell oh, you yeah. play those. They can't really do that when you got like three people playing with you. So instead, all of the stories told in like dialogue as you play or in just a cut scene. And and I just I'm not a big fan of that. But right. um, so what I, I think it would be cool to, to kind of go down that path with it and have be able to have friends but also still focus on a, on a single player story right um, and and I think that but with a live uh, service type game you could release more content as you go more stories right so yeah you know you could release a uh, DLC consistent DLC where you go on more missions it's like oh guess what now there's a new mission yeah there's a new diplomatic mission in this in this system, in this planet, or there's a new, um, you know, uh, mystery to, to go. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it could build towards something bigger eventually. Um, but I, you know, if you did it right, you could take your time with that and just grow it and expand it. I agree. But that's all just dreams. (laughs) Yeah. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. It's going to be something. (laughs) They're going to keep releasing like every once in a while, a good game. And then they're just going to keep releasing like trash. (laughs) Oh, lots of mobile games. We'll get lots of mobile games. We'll always get lots of those. And then, it's, uh, you know, think something cool is gonna be announced, and they get canceled. And I mean, <laughs> you know, Jedi. So, uh, Jedi Fallen Order is one of the the best things we've gotten in yeah. as far as Star Wars games in a long time. But yeah. let's be real, like it's not the most amazing game. It's in the not whole the world. most amazing game in the yeah, world. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's it's far better than. Because it's Star Wars, it's far better to me than it would oh, be yeah. had it been anything yeah. else and that been that game. I agree. Um, but there's so much more they can do, and so somebody just get on it, okay? There's a, apparently yeah, there's a bunch of Star on. Wars games in the works, but we're not seeing them. So if we're not even seeing them yet, they're still a long ways away. So <laughs> right. yeah. anyway. Yeah. So anyway, thank you guys so much for your answers. We really appreciate it. You know, again, uh, the, 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 the listener interaction and the follower interaction – um, 
is seriously the best part of this whole thing. We say it every week, or <laughs> you wish, uh, we you wish, wish, whatever. <laughs> uh, we say it every time we record, um, but it is <laughs> it is true. The, the, the interaction is the best. We always just greatly, greatly appreciate you guys taking time out of your day to answer these questions. But let's get into the final piece here, and that is our main topic, which is the review, the spoiler review of episodes waka waka. one and two of season three of Mandalorian, waka which is technically waka. chapter 17 and chapter 18. Um, so again, as usual, when we uh, do spoiler <laughs> reviews of things, it is spoiler reviews, and uh, we're just going to hop right into it, and uh, we're going to kind of talk concurrently with our um, feelings about the episode along with the episode's contents itself, so be warned. So episode one of season three, which is chapter 17, The Apostate. Is directed by Rick uh, Famuyiwa, and yeah, uh, which he's directed uh, past episodes of The Mandalorian. Yeah, so it's cool to yeah. have him back. He's one of the um, few that's back. Actually, yes, I think we have yes. a lot of new directors this season, if I remember correctly from the list I've looked at. Yeah, um, I think so. Yeah, uh, Dave Filoni, as, at least as far as what the list I saw, Dave Filoni is not directing this. Mm-mm. I think he's been busy with this. Okay, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard is coming back though. So okay, well, and yeah. she she did the Mando episode in Boba Fett, mm-hmm. and it was very good. I agree. Yeah. So, like I said, just jumping into the first episode, which is Chapter Seventeen, The Apostate. Um, again, it it. I'll just go ahead and say right off the bat, this is <coughs> maybe not the perfect episode, but w- contrasting against our complaints with episode one of Bad Batch season two, um, basically this is how you do it. You want to when you want to come in, you want to reintroduce people to your characters. Mm-hmm. You want to kind of give you a, a refresher of of what the story's at, blah blah blah. Um, but this this is how you do it, in my opinion. It's not the perfect episode, but I think this is a kind of textbook. Like this is how you do it uh, on episode one of a of a of a new season. Sure, I think yeah, I think they handled it well. I know I've seen some people say, you know, well, it's it uh, it was all just about catching you up and that's usually blah, what blah, the first blah. episode usually is. But <laughs> in, in their complaint is like, and they shouldn't have done all that stuff in Book of Boba Fett. They should have had it in Mando. But you know, we've had those arguments. We've talked about right. Um, you know, you if you. You can't think about them being separate things. You really need to think about them as the, as the essentially the same series. Right. Almost, oh you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's like, like a, it's like a like a little sub chapter or something. <laughs> right, you know right. It's not actually a Boba Fett show, you know. But I'll, I'll say when this episode started, um, you know, we start with the uh, the little boy. Yeah. I, yeah. I thought it was you Din think Maybe it was Din because <laughs> yes, I did. I yeah. Did. I, I you did. know because there's nothing that tells us really what. Other than the armor being there, and she's like, yeah, but you know, you can't, you, can, you don't really know how really old, old she is. Yeah, so, so I, I, I was, I was wondering if that was if we were seeing like the origins of that, but it wasn't because Not, you know yeah. they. Well, so I don't know about you, but I actually thought, I kind of thought this was funny because, you know, you get this big crocodile thing. I don't know what they call it. But, uh, yeah. Uh, big big old space gator. Which is funny. I'm, old... I'm on this description here. They call it the dinosaur turtle. <laughs> okay. Or, or, I don't know that it's or that. Or but... dinosaur turtle. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I thought it was funny because it attacks and like you got all these Mandalorians and they're just getting oh, their they're just getting wrecked. butts kicked. It's embarrassing. I was like. Yeah. <laughs> they don't realize until like three-fourths of the through the fight that they can start flying. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, uh, I was like, this. All of these Mandalorians cannot take down one space yeah. skater. Like they, they need to 
train more or something. But but then, you know, we find out for sure that it's 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 not Mando there because Mando comes swooping in to save the day. Yeah. And just blows up the that gator like guts everywhere yeah, that was that was pretty hilarious for a Lots disney plus guts. show right yeah so i will say i don't know maybe i'm just looking too far into this but i thought it was kind of maybe a cool little um what's the word i'm looking for like uh not subliminal it's um it's subtle way i guess to show that maybe like mando's move past the children of uh uh or what, what are they called Children of the Watch. Is that what they're like little groups uh, called? The Death Watch or whatever. Well, it's not the Death Watch. I think it's Children of the Watch because like they're the group that always keeps their helmets on. Because Death oh, Watch yeah, is... Yeah, yeah. Death people. Watch is what it like birthed out of. Yeah, though, right? yeah. I think but they're called Children of the Watch. I something believe. like that. Long story short, their group, right? I think it's like a subtle way to show like he's like moved past them and he's he's doing better without them type of thing because they're sitting there doing their ritual they're they're doing their classic thing and they're struggling and also mm-hmm. he comes in with his new ship he comes in with his new fighting tactics and styles so to speak and then single-handedly wipes it out i don't know i thought that was just kind of like a yeah, interesting no, little for nod sure, for, for it. sure so but yeah so he he destroys that and basically he's coming back kind of one last time to the armor and to be like hey i want to be back in the fold you know i want to be a mandalorian again and basically the armorer looks at him and says, there's no way to redeem yourself. And he's like, well, that hold on now, because if I can go bathe in the waters of... Bathe of, in the living waters, the living waters of, of Mandalore. Mandalore. And he's like, well, it doesn't exist anymore. And um, so basically it's his mission. He's like, I'm going to go back to Mandalore. I'm going to find the, the living waters. I'm going to bathe in it. I'm going to prove it to you. And I will then be redeemed. And she said, this is the way, you know. Mm-hmm. So So he starts off on that quest. But first, they make a little, a little. But they do make stop a pit stop there, yes. <laughs> to Navarro, which <laughs> this just cracked me up when we see Carl Carl Weathers, uh, <laughs> Grief Karga, and he's he's straight up got two little, little droids, two little droids that hold his cape <laughs> Carrying up. His cape. It's so stupid. <laughs> but he goes from like a scum lord bounty hunter dealer to all of a sudden like this. What is it, Grand Lord or whatever he calls himself? High Magistrate. <laughs> High Magistrate. Yeah, he's like Magistrate. Hi, magistrate. But it just goes to show, you know, it's pretty cool that you know, with, with Mando's help and and his leadership, that they've turned Navarro in this like beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh oasis. yeah, yeah. He's he's had a lot of success. Yeah. There. If you go back to the first time you see it compared to the time it is now, mm-hmm. it's it's pretty good. Yeah, and you, you know? see the quacky and monkey lizards are now um, in no. the trees hanging out instead of being cooked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's funny. I it is, it's cool. I, I I liked um, visiting there. It's always good to see Carl Weathers. And, oh yeah. And but what's what's interesting about about that is that you know he is saying he goes there because he wants to. He needs a droid. He needs to. He needs IG eleven back. Yeah. Yeah. Which is. Um, it was an interesting choice to try to get him back. I think it. Yeah. They said he needs a droid he can trust, right? So that That's was what why it was. that was yeah. what what it was because you know he has that thing against droids. Yeah. Um, Which is also another kind of interesting subtle thing of like how he's like taking care of R five later on, and it's like versus season one episode one he like hated droids. It's like mm-hmm. this kind of interesting progression. But anyway. oh yeah, but yeah. but um, he uh, he asks. Um, mando to he's like why don't you just like stay and you can you can yeah. be the the marshal and offer to give him like this, a big plot of land and a yeah, home and, and, all and stuff. well he's like well why not uh um what's the woman's name 
Oh, uh, what's her name? Not, well, I know her real name, Gina Carano, but um, yeah. Anyway, Gina Carano's character. Yeah, and and they're like, oh, she's actually now with the she got recruited by the special forces, and, <laughs> and so they kind of wrote her off. Just real, brushed it off. Real. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I'm almost surprised they referenced her at all. Yeah, but, but they did. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like they brought in the character. You gotta you gotta give some explanation to your character. Yeah, because I was curious what they would do about that. But yeah. Anyway. Anyway. But yeah. So long story short, you know, it's kind of interesting because you know they've they've created you know especially um, grief. You know, he's he's made this this kind of scumbag place into this beautiful oasis now but the past of how they both lived their lives previously is starting to try to catch up with them again you know we see glimpses of that old life where all of a sudden now these pirates who used to kind of shack up with them and and be you know their buddies and they went bounty hunting together and stuff like that are now coming back and they're kind of creating this ruckus because they're trying to go into this bar but so you know but what used to be a bar is now created into a school and, mm-hmm. you know, it's just kind of interesting uh, contrast of like what it used to be like to what it is now. And I've heard some people predicting that that school is where the group from Skeleton Crew is going to come from. Oh, Because they come from some kind of school or something. Yeah. I don't know if there's any credit or like any uh, merit to that, but yeah. it's just like some people, some fans have been predicting that that, <laughs> that might would be, be. That'd be an interesting little tie-in. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, long story short, you know, again, it's like them confronting their old lives, essentially, right? You know, their old, their old ways of operating. And uh, basically, you know, he says, you know, you can't go in there. I'm sorry, it's a school now. And he's like, I'm going to drink in this place. The only reason you're even where you're at is because of the treasures you helped, we helped you get. And, um, and so there's a showdown and of course, you know, Mando and even grief and in all of his robes, pulls out a gun (laughs) (laughs) and they take him down. Um, but basically the long, very long story short on, on Navarro is that they try to get IG 11 put back together and they're unable to do that. Um, because all of a sudden IG 11 turns on and he defaulted back to his original program. Well, but they take him to... To the Anzellans. I thought they. I thought that Didn't, was afterwards. But. Oh, I thought it was when they took it. Was it not when they? Well, because I thought they took it to him because they really needed the best people to repair him. Maybe it doesn't matter. I, don't I think know. it runs concurrently, right? <laughs> but basically, IG Eleven is is um trying to kill him. Now he reverted back to his old ways. Yeah. So they take him to the um um. Anzellans. Anzellans, yeah, and and which is the uh, you know little babu fricks, <laughs> little babu fricks, uh, which is <laughs> which none great of them to appeared. There didn't appear any of them were babu frick, which I don't right. know why they should have just had them be yeah. babu frick. I mean, there's like no reason for him to be there, but you know why not, right? Why it's not? a bunch of Anzellans, so might yeah, as well. But... Um, so we had some fun interactions with them and, and Grogu. Uh, he, of course. He, Grogu <laughs> tries to <laughs> hug one of them. No, no squeeze, no, no squeeze. squeeze, bad baby, bad baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bad baby, no, no, sweet. Bad baby, that was so good. Yeah, I, I had a good time with that. Yeah. So basically, he, they tell him like the only way to to do this is if they get some sort of memory core, and um, so you know they leave, and he's going back to uh, Tatooine because he knows that if anyone can find something, it's it's the Ewoks and and uh, what's her face. So he goes he goes over there, yeah, and uh, basically they they tell him well, and so. You've, um, I think you've jumped into the second episode. I may have. <laughs> oh, I did. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> because before he does that, he goes and sees Bo-Katan. Well, even before that, he's leaving. The- <laughs> That's why we oh, can't yeah, do yeah, two yeah, episodes. Yeah, 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 I know. No, even before that, the, the, the dog fight. Yeah, yeah so yeah, he yeah. leaves Navarro and basically that one... <laughs> 
pirate that he didn't kill runs back to his his posse, so to speak, and um, basically, you know, he, he's trying to escape, but they're fighting, and so there's a dog fight, and we see a very interesting character. Yeah, uh, you get seaweed, uh, seaweed, seaweed pirate, pirate man. <laughs> his name is uh, Gorian Shard. Um, but I don't know. Is this a is this a species that we've seen before? Because so I'm not super familiar so. with it. I don't think we've ever seen it. Yeah, which is it was it was cool. It was a little a little cheesy, but you know what? I think it's kind of cool though. I, I, you know, I you know I read some people saying that like it was so jarring You're to like, go whoa. from <laughs> go from Andor, you know, to the You're Mando right, and with right. like that pirate thing, and it's just See, like it's such they're so they're two completely different yeah. like shows, you know. And you know, again, I know people are like, "Well, it's so arbitrary," but like that—that's what I felt like Andor was missing. Like that's what yeah, made yeah, yeah, Star yeah. Wars Star Wars is the is the aliens and the kind of right. Andor was good, but you know, you know like man, the Mandalorian is. Star it is Star Wars. Wars. It, it is Star Wars. One hundred percent Star Wars. And this is what I will say right now: is like people are like, "Well, how can you not like Andor? It's such a great show." In terms of writing, Andor may very well be way better written, and the character development may be way better character development in Andor. But to me, it was a really good show. Like I've already said it before, but it wasn't a great Star Wars show. Mandalorian may not be the greatest show. But it is a great Star Wars show. So right. anyway, that's that's my little plug there. But yes, long story short, you know, so that he escapes them. Yeah, and and, and the this this uh, dog fight um, was was actually really good. And I don't feel like yeah. we've gotten a whole lot of those in the Mandalorian, but this right. one was like really well done. And it, it was, was showing it was, his 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 uh, ship. You know, it was just kind of showing it off again. You know. Yeah, and the ship is just way so cool way better than all of their so stuff <laughs> cool. yeah yeah and so last but not least the last thing that we see in episode one or chapter 17 was him going to meet bo-katan um at the at the old mandalorian castle and uh, basically you know because she lost the dark saber everyone that followed her abandoned her because you know she they thought she was unfit or whatever and yeah she just likes to sit on that throne and just, just pout yeah <laughs> so but basically last but not you know he was trying to tell her his intentions mm-hmm. and basically said that you know uh basically said that she or that, that that mandalore is not poisoned as everybody thought you know it's not dead it's still living it's still good you know yeah. the empire couldn't take everything away from mandalore so mm-hmm. that's basically where uh, where yeah, because so far everyone's saying, "Oh, you can't even go to Mandor. It's you. You can't even breathe there. Like it's the poison. Surface is All poisoned. This stuff, it's, yeah, it's yeah, cursed. Blah yeah. blah blah. Yeah, and that's where it ends. So then, uh, yeah. So then we go into the 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 second episode, and um, this is chapter eighteen called Minds of Mandalore. The Minds of Mandalore. And, and uh, yeah, go ahead. Well, so in that one, we start with... Um, we get to where I had jumped ahead yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you want to go ahead and take us down well, that Well, yeah, so basically he realizes he still needs a droid. He wanted IG-11, but he couldn't get IG-11 because... Um, well, yeah, so because it was it, he needed the memory core. So he goes to, to Tatooine to go back to um, Peli Motto or Moto or whatever her name is. Because um, he knew, you know, if anyone can find this part, it's probably her and or the yeah. And the, you, you always gotta, you know, show up and visit Pelly for a little bit. Yeah, that's, come on. that's like a Mandalorian staple it's at this point. At this point, <laughs> and um, yeah, and you know, one of the first things is Grogu like does like a a front flip out of the thing into <laughs> yeah, her yeah. arms. She's like, whoa! 
Yeah, and she's older. Where'd you learn and then, that from? And, then, and Greg was like, bleh, bleh, you know, like, yeah, those little starts, little, to, starts to, to, like, try to talk. Yeah. And she's like, oh, he said my name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think but. he said Pelly. I think he said, yeah. So, yeah, long story short, you know, uh, it, it's a side note and it's so minor, but I love that they're like trying to show that, that Grogu is developing. He's not just some stupid baby Yoda anymore. You yeah, know? Not right. that he's stupid, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't believe you just called him uh, stupid. You're going to get canceled, I'm gonna bro. You're so going to get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm saying, what I'm going to say is that he wasn't just like this kind of like useless character that he had to tote around. Now he's he's learned about the force and he can flip around like Yoda did. He can He's starting to try to talk. I mean, so there's progression. Yeah, um, so they end up getting uh, R5, or R4, which one is it? R5. 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 And uh, I, you know, I, I think we've talked about it before, but R5 has an interesting story. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, I think we said it, but R5, it was a while back. Um, you know, R5 was in A New Hope and was the droid that Luke Skywalker was going to get. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then um, the head gasket blue or something or well he did it on purpose remember but yeah well that's yeah so so he gets r2d2 instead well you find out in um in from a certain point of view a new hope yeah that um that r2d2 is telling r5 please you have to you you can't go with him i have have it has to be me i have yeah like (laughs) i have it's very important you know and all this stuff and and so r5 basically sacrifices its chance yeah so that r2 can can do it yeah and so So it's kind of cool cool. um but what what kind of was interesting about what we see from r5 here is he's like he is just a straight up coward he's kind of cowardly yeah wasn't really how the the book um, portrayed him so but anyway it's, it's a small complaint yeah, yeah um but it is cool that kind of see that character and that character makes a very small appearance in um the prequel trilogy as well yeah so. and you know what and now we're talking about small complaints <laughs> i noticed <laughs> that the jaw was eyes were animated um instead of being like whoa a little closer sorry instead of being like the little like yellow coke bottle ends like they usually have mm-hmm. it was animated in and i'm like i don't know that's just weird and, and maybe it wasn't but it really looked animated yeah so see i you you know we uh, you text me about that and i did not notice it um, yeah. and i actually haven't went back and looked but yeah and nothing stood out to me but it could have just been you know yeah. i just wasn't paying any attention yeah it, it, it was just like something that kind of like i don't know why i even noticed it it just kind of caught me off guard i'm like whoa why does their eyes look different? And I'm like, wait a second, their eyes are not like a, you know, like a prop anymore. It's like, it looks like they're animated in there. They're CGI'd in there, but hmm. yeah, it's something random. Interesting. Uh, but yeah. So anyway, <laughs> something just stupid and minor, but basically he, he, the, she retrofits his, his, uh, his ship with the, the droid pit again and, you know, gives them R5. So they go to the Mandalore and told R5 to scout ahead, you know, of course, trying to soothe his trepidations. <laughs> he's scared to go <laughs> out there. But he's like, get your butt out there and go check for the atmosphere to see if it's poisonous or not. Well, naturally, R5 goes around the corner and goes offline, disappears. Mm. And uh, so Mando's like begrudgingly like, okay, fine, I'll have to go out after him. But, you know, tells Grogu to seal him in himself into his pod. Um, and so he goes after him. And, uh, and basically... You know, he's going into these these mines, um, yeah. these mi- Mandalorian mines that were banded. But but you're seeing this like cataclysmic destruction that mm-hmm. came from the Empire glassing the planet, basically. Yeah. And uh, so 
as he's kind of, you know, uh, as he's as he's kind of like walking through and looking for R5, he gets attacked out of, out of nowhere from what's called the Alamites, a native troll-like species. Um, which is again, this, uh, that's probably something we've seen before, but I just have no, don't recall them. Yeah, you know, you know what I what I I thought of every time I saw one of them. What's that? Predator. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, every time I saw one, I, I kind of see that. I, yeah. I don't know what it was about. Maybe the hairstyle or something like that going know. on, but yeah. something about them always made me think of the Predator. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, again, something even if they are canon and we've already known about them is something that we don't rarely have ever seen um so yeah, yeah. I, it, if they were i mean maybe they're like a legends thing or something but as far as yeah. i know they weren't canon until now but. yeah so basically you know through some effort um mando does defeat them with the help of the dark saber um which is pretty cool to see him wield that again but again it's again it, it's it's very heavy for it's him. It's very heavy for yeah. him, and he's like, he's struggling with Which it. is an interesting thing we'll come back yeah, yeah, to yeah, later yeah, yeah. on. Uh-huh. So he finds R5, he goes back, um, or well, he sends sends him back, right? I can't remember. Yeah, he sends R5 back, um, but he goes a little bit further into the mines, and basically there's like this little beast thing uh, <laughs> that's like in, in, in this like robotic suit. And base. Oh no no no! I'm sorry. He goes yeah, back well, to the ship and back, gets Grogu. He goes back to the ship and gets Grogu. Yeah. Yeah. And, they determine that it's not poisonous. It's not poisonous. Yeah. So and anyway, Grogu they go back into them. the mine. And you see the little crocodile, uh, little flying crocodile things sitting in the like sides of the. It keeps going back to them. The little like pterodactyl things. Oh yeah, it's like some sort of symbolic thing. I'm not entirely sure. It looked kind of like a crocodile, but then like, but it can fly. But anyway, <laughs> anyway. a lot of crocodiles in this series. Not a lot of crocodiles. I don't know what's going on. A lot here. of gators. <laughs> He's a gator fan. <laughs> um, long story short, so they go back into the mine. They're looking for the water, you know, living yeah. waters. And basically, Mando gets attacked by this this big robot, but it's actually some kind of little beastly thing that's inside this robot, but it cages him up and um Yeah, what a strange such contraption. A weird thing. Yeah. It has like this really very human esque eye inside of it. And yeah, it seems like it's, it's like it's it has a like a organic eye. It's like an organic being inside of this cybernetic system. Right. Right, right, right. And so yeah, it captures them, which is uh, like and then it's this big crab thing and it's walking. Yeah. And it goes through and then the it's like rib cage is like a like a, a trap. Essentially, it's, it's like a, trap a cage. Thing, yeah, and and then it like goes and stops. And then it comes out of that, and mm-hmm. then it's like walking around and saying, um, and it puts itself in like into another like smaller body. Yeah, basically. But then later on, we see it even comes out of that into an even <laughs> smaller thing. thing yeah. So so basically, you know, he trapped Mando, and Mando tells, well, oh no. So first of all, Grogu. <laughs> Grogu follows follows him yeah and Grogu's watching and one of the best moments yet of this yeah. season in my opinion yeah is seeing Grogu scurry from one rock to the next it's the, <laughs> it's I'm so telling funny. you if you missed it or you didn't yeah. really pay attention yeah. go back yeah and watch that part where he scurries from one rock to the other yeah. and it's the most hilarious <laughs> thing ever yeah the way they made him just like his little feet like running as yeah. fast as he can like is just insert the sound Mr. Crab yeah. sounds like when he walks yeah <laughs> It is so yeah. hilarious. I died when I saw that. But he's tr- clearly trying to use the force to open this contraption. Yeah. And just as he's about to like make some headway, um, some sort of sound like clanks. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that little beastly thing, he comes running at him and he's like, you know, run out, you know, get out of here, go to Bo-Katan. Yeah. And uh, so he, he, you know, 
run. You know, he he's like for, like force jumping well, he, away. He, he jumps back into his little. Uh, oh yeah, his little, po- little pod. And he's like zooms out of zooms there. Zooms out of there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it flies back up. Yeah, yeah. And then the little the gator, gator flying dog. things chases him. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he gets in right before Just it before, reaches. Yeah. And so what's interesting is he goes to Bo-Katan's castle, right? And, and uh, you know, uh, Madam, there's an unscheduled visitor. And she's like, mm. it was interesting because, like, all of a sudden he's like, I'm going to get rid of him one last time. She said once and for all, like, I think. whoa, yeah. you know, what's going on here, you know? Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, though, when she sees Grogu by himself, she begins to soften up a little bit. Of course. I mean, who wouldn't? I mean, who wouldn't, you know? But what's funny is that, you know, as she goes back to rescue Mando, it, it, the, the whole attitude changes, mm-hmm. like, all of a sudden. Like, yeah. it, you know, anyway, she goes from, like, I'm going to end this once mm-hmm. and for all to mm-hmm. I'm going to go save him. And, and, like, actually is concerned for him, like, you know, when she goes to rescue him. Yeah. I My my guess with that is that she, she wasn't really ever showing her true emotion. Like, I think mm-hmm. what this says more than anything is that she cares a lot more for him than mm-hmm. she's been letting on sure and like yeah. she's trying to she's been acting tough and stuff yeah. but clearly she clearly she doesn't actually want to see him well and it's more of like i think that like she's just disappointed that everyone abandoned her she does she doesn't have this uh the right dark she, yeah exactly and and so you know so she goes back and it's funny we we can we get the same kind of scene over and over again of them going into the yeah. and you never know what to expect yeah it changes every time it changes every time but it's it's interesting that they can they keep like you go into the dark tunnel and you have to yeah. wait and see what's gonna happen <laughs> yeah yeah but those things come Alamite. out again yeah and but she's like what's cool is that unlike Mando she's like already aware of it and she like looks up mm-hmm. and sees them in the ceiling yeah, yeah, just yeah. preemptively blows up the ceiling till they mm-hmm. fall out and just kicks their butt which was pretty cool and she wields the or no not no, yet no, no, that's not yet not no. yet just kidding <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler. 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 <laughs> so but anyway she kicks her butt it was just kind of cool to see like their different styles and then when she kicks their butt she's like looks at Grogu and she's like what you thought your dad was the only Mandalorian <laughs> which I thought that was kind of funny yeah, and she's you know she's a very clearly a very skilled fighter and stuff. Oh but yeah, it's funny because as we've seen with Mando, is he's very much a brute, like mm. brute force. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he he'll he just takes hits. Like yeah, he he'll don't let, care. He'll let people hit him. He'll let people shoot him. Whatever. I mean, how many <laughs> shots has he taken? Dude, you know what I mean. That, that just one gets, scene from season two when yeah. he's just tanking all the shots yeah. was so. And cool. And it's like he just gets shot, whatever, and then he takes him out. Like he doesn't he doesn't try to like avoid no. Like, well, he's best guard. Why, he doesn't why does try he to avoid to? getting hit, and that's <laughs> yeah. what's I think the one of the biggest difference in the in in their fighting styles. Well, like she's when he was finesse. doing it, they were just like they just kept hitting him Back and stuff. And him, but yeah. I mean, he still won. Yeah. But he was getting. <laughs> yeah. He just kept getting beat up, but with her, it's all finesse. All she's finesse. dodging, yeah, and yeah. using her shield and stuff. Right. Cool. Oh, and that's cool. Yeah, she's got yeah. that little shield. Yeah. Yeah. So then, long story short, they make it back to where Mando's trapped, and she. But, oh, it, as we come around the corner, though, he's pulling the the beastly thing is is mm-hmm. pulling blood out of yeah, Mando, which is kind of kind of interesting. Yeah. Here, I'm not sure what he's going to use that for. I don't know. Um, we need more answers on this weird yeah. skeleton. What is this crab thing? thing? Yeah. So, yeah. um, so she she you know he goes off to the side or whatever and tries to she she's over there trying to save him, and basically that little beastly thing comes in a smaller body and she's like fighting him off and defeats him. Mm-hmm. And um, and well, and when he defeats him is with the sword. 
Or is that uh, after? I thought it was after. Or is it only one that gets the big... Yeah, I thought it was after the... But yeah, I, I could can't be wrong. remember. Basically, she beats him, and when she thought he was dead and goes back to save Mando, it, its little head crawls off to the big thing, and he's like, he's trying to say something to her, and she's like, what are you, what are you trying to say? And he's like... Like behind you, and all of a sudden, like bam, like this huge mm-hmm. crab thing, and I think that's when she grabs the dark saber. And what's so the in, very interesting kind of juxtaposition mm-hmm. was that where Mando was like it was so heavy and it was so unwieldy and hard to to to, yeah. to use. She was just flicking it around it, like it. She wields it like it's nothing, nothing, and yeah. she was like, but clearly. She already knows how to use it. She's mm-hmm. had it before, you know. Yeah. And and she's kind of have that that she doesn't have the self doubt that Mando does about being a Mandalorian. I think that plays into it a little bit. And um, and she's just just using her shield and the dark saber and just yeah, kicking so that butt. shield with the dark saber combo is so, so cool. Good. So it looks good. it was so neat looking. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I did want to mention we we totally didn't mention it, but I want to give a shout out to Grogu when he goes when he's running back to the ship earlier. Oh yeah, at yeah, the yeah, very yeah, end yeah. of that, um, one of the Amorites, one of the Amorites, it come out and he force pushes them <laughs> and shoves them out of the way. Just boom! Yeah, and that, so that was pretty cool. So yeah, I want to mention that. But yeah, so um, after that, once once he's saved. Is when they finally go. Well, well, what's funny? What's so funny is like to him, he's he's like, I have to find the living waters, and she's like, That's what you want to find. Mm-hmm. Like to him, it's so mythical, and her just like, Okay, it's whatever. It's just a pond. Yeah. I'll show she's you. Like, I'll show you. Like, take I can it right show there. you where it's at. And he's but, like, Oh, okay. Well, she's like, If I don't show you, you're gonna be in here, f- yeah, wandering around. So they know. finally get to the, the the living waters, and before she can even say anything, he dude starts taking his clothes off. <laughs> And taking off. Starts saying the the creed or whatever. Yeah, he starts taking the creed, and he's you know about the to, you know he steps into the water to bathe in the the living waters, and all of a sudden he gets pulled under the water, and we're like, oh crap, of course, like what is this? Mm-hmm. So she dives in after him to save him and and stuff, and right as she grabs him at the end of at the bottom of this like lake, he starts to fly up, and as they start to fly up, they see the image of something mm-hmm. and lo and behold it is a freaking mythosaur a freaking a mythosaur, mythosaur dude and this Let's is something that we go. have never seen in canon and it's just so sick you know uh, and and I, I i know for fact it's legends but i, I don't know if they've brought the story itself into canon yet but basically how how ma- the the original mandalore um, well, they do. They do talk about it, and uh, maybe Book of Boba Fett. They talk about it about how yeah, um, so, they used to ride. Well, yeah, that they Mythosaur, rode Mythosaurs yeah, and stuff. And, yeah, but what what's um, what is extremely important to this? I mean, other than the fact that yeah, the Mythosaur is there, and that's you know uh, really really awesome. Yeah, but there is actually a prophecy though that yeah that they talked about. Um, in I, maybe also in the book of Boba Fett, yeah, uh, that they dismissed as legend, which was kind of a little bit of a like, yeah, a little joke there. Like legend, yeah. Because um, I remember <laughs> right. we were both like, ah, <laughs> yeah, see what you yeah, did there, yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm trying to look up exactly what they said because I wanted to bring that up. Uh, hold on a second, see if I can find it. I'm sure somebody's wrote about it somewhere. Um... Because I think that you know, this this will give us an idea of where they're going with things. Yeah. Now that we know there is still a mythosaur down there, mm-hmm. which I mean is going to be so cool when it finally like comes out. And, oh yeah, yeah. Um, Something we've never seen yet. 
you know, other than in Legends, right? Which we know back in the in the first season, uh, when when Mando was trying to ride the Blurg, um, <laughs> right. Uh, right. Quills or uh, whatever, however you say his name. Yeah. yeah. He said your ancestors rode the great Mythosaur. Yeah, right? and you can't even, ride, you can't a even ride a Blurg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so then also we we seen how they talked about it. so in Book of Boba Fett. It said, I almost have it here. Whoever wills, okay, yeah. So the first one was whoever wields the dark saber can lead all of Mandalore, right? Mm. Um, and so he had it, whatever. But the the prophecy was the songs of eons past foretold of the mythosaur rising up to herald a new age of Mandalore, and that the um, the person who does that or who has the who has the the sword and yeah. and the mythosaur rises up brings in a new age and that person is now like the great leader of yeah the, right he's the new mandalore basically yeah and so it really seems to me <laughs> like they are taking dinjarin into that position like yeah. i think now that we've seen the mythosaur it really makes me think that he is going to be the right but it could subvert it so they could. easily they could subvert it a couple different ways yeah it could end up still being um uh, what's her face bo-katan bo-katan yeah but there's one other thing yeah there is a third that's there the is there. another there is another <laughs> grogu's there too right <laughs> and yeah i'm just true. saying they i mean the beast yeah could be awakened because of grogu not because of true there's connections with the force yeah. and things of that nature. But yeah, it it'll be really interesting to see what they do with that. But I think I think the safe answer, I think, is it's Mando. And I think it would be really cool to see Mando riding the mythosaur mm-hmm. with the dark saber in hand, <laughs> right. leading an army of Mandalorians. Dude. Because again, if if my predictions are right, and this is all leading to an event. That mm-hmm. of mass proportions of that's going to be this big war against yeah. Thrawn and his army and all yeah. this stuff. Then you're going to have Mando leading his army of Mandalorians. Mm-hmm. Um, you got Boba riding his rancor with his yeah. with all his thugs and criminals underworld. Yeah. Okay, and, yeah. you, you, and you start to see the different armies growing here, oh, the yeah. growing yeah. factions essentially, right? Yeah. You got Ahsoka and her group. Yeah, that it, you just start to see these factions arising oh, to, yeah. for this for this big event one day. I think. I mean, we'll see. <laughs> well, see. But uh, but I I think that this image of of Mando riding that and having but they could subvert expectations and it could all end up being Bo-Katan that gets to ride the Mythosaur and have the because I could see yeah. the thing with that where I find it hard to believe is I don't see Mando having any interest in leading. Yeah, we've yeah. yet to see Mando have any interest in that. Right. He, if anything, he's wanted to kind of just do his own thing. But granted, here's the thing, though: we continually see him do things that he's never wanted to do, and, and go back. So again, episode one, season one, he hates droids. Literally, will not even look at a droid, not even abide a droid. Now he's taking care of R five and and bringing right, him along on adventures. Right. So I mean, who knows? You know. And sometimes the best leaders are the ones that don't necessarily don't want, yeah. uh, want that responsibility, but it's they're true. the best ones to lead. Yeah, absolutely. And um, and he could end up being that choice. Yeah. But 
I also think it'd be interesting to get Sabine in on here at some time and, this yeah, season. Yeah, I was going to say, well, we're we going to get her Ahsoka. We know we get so. her in Ahsoka, but I think it would be good to get her in Mando first. Sure. Because you could say the whole reason that Mando, or the whole reason that um, Mandalore was destroyed was because, because Sabine of, gave, gave yeah. Darksaber yeah. to, because the, the prophecy said that for someone to wield the Darksaber without winning it in battle... Mm-hmm. Were, was to would destroy man, would essentially destroy Mandalore and destroy the Mandalorians. Right. So when she gave that to her, and then it wasn't long after, mm, it, they got yeah. destroyed. Pretty so, true. Um, so it's kind of in Sabine's. Sabine's at guilt here. Yeah, right? I mean, it's like a co, it's a co guilt between Sabine. Well, sure, and, yeah, and like it's not completely, but, yeah. but like she plays a part in it, and I think it would yeah, be really she, interesting yeah. to get her involved in the, all of this. To some extent, so she can have something to say. But mm-hmm. anyway, I think we have spoken <laughs> long enough. Do you have any any closing comments? We have spoken. No, nope, honestly, like I said, I think there's it just this opens up to a lot of really neat things that we yeah. can we're going to see and experience in oh, this sure. new season. And uh, again, they're already pulling things from from not necessarily from legends, but it's pulling from things that we've never seen before. Yeah, things that we were. Well, and here's the thing. Here's the the big takeaway I would say of of everything so far. We do not realize what this season is truly about yet. Oh yeah, and the yeah, reason exactly. the reason I say that is this whole idea of him going to Mandalore and and, and has it been what they've been talking about? But he's already done it all already. Well, yeah. So we're think only about in this. the second episode, and he's done it. He's in, done in everything. Previous seasons, it was like fine, grow goose people. Mm-hmm. Um, we know who the ba- big big bad is, which is which is you know blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But this season, we don't really have a big bad. We don't have a main objective in this season so far. So it's like what what's to come? Yeah, I no. think they're I think they're keeping their hand close to their chest, but right. I think we're uh, this episode 3 is probably going to hit us off on what this episode or what the season is really yeah. doing because again, it's like he he's uh he's already kind of done his little redemption quest essentially. Yeah, pretty you much. Know, he I mean, went, he's already went, he went and bathed in the living yeah. waters. Yeah. So, of course, now we're going to know the mythosaur exists and stuff, but the whole idea of this being centered around Mandalore, I don't necessarily know is exactly true. Yeah. Um but we do know the only other thing that we know about that we haven't seen yet is like the tease of uh the clone, the guy, the cloning guy. You uh, know, what was I don't know if we I don't know what his name was. In season the clone guy from he's in both seasons, I believe. Oh yeah. Oh um, yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. Uh the guy that always wanted Grogu and right. stuff. Um right. he we see him in a teaser, uh one of the teasers. We see oh, him yeah, okay. and we see him in Coruscant. And okay. so maybe we get that in episode three, but I think there's a lot more at play here we don't even realize yet, and I'm very excited to see where it goes. Oh, yeah. I think there's a lot of really cool things to come. And again, I think that the reason they're whole, I think the reason that they're keeping their hands so close to their chests here is because there's big things coming. Yes. So yeah. I think so, big fingers things are crossed. Keep and our remember, hopes up the, here. the only other th- the other thing we've seen that we haven't we saw in the teaser we haven't seen yet is more of the um the Jedi, the attack on the temple. Mm, so we true. know there's more of that coming. Kind of delving that into again Grogu's mind. Very exciting. Look, the <laughs> yeah. potential there. Oh, so excited. Who's coming back? I'm just kidding. I mean, that would be so cool, but I'm not getting yeah. my <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Anyways, we're going to go ahead and wrap up. Uh, thank you all for being a part. Thank you all for, for listening. If you're still with us, type one, two, three, four <laughs> in the comments. We want to know how many of you make it all the way to the end. And if you skip um, to the end, don't if, do it. <laughs> type zero, three, two, one. <laughs> 
<laughs> but no, uh, we we appreciate you guys so much. Hopefully, you enjoyed this uh, extra long episode. It has been a while, and unfortunately, we are going to be gone again for another two weeks. But we'll be back on the thirtieth to record another episode, and so we'll give you our thoughts on the next couple episodes then. So make sure you stick around. Uh, we're gonna have lots of fun. But uh, thank you guys so much. That we a special big shout out and thanks to our Patreon producers for um, all you guys do for us. And uh, make sure you like us on Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube, Twitter, like, share. You, when we make a post, go ahead, just share it to all your friends and let them know we exist. That always helps us too. <laughs> but, uh, but we love you all and uh, may the force be with you. And we thank you for joining the Jedi. Yeah.